Hello and welcome to an episode of Another Movie Podcast. This is episode number 141. My name is Oscar. With me today is... Rose. Machio. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a baseball name. Machio came out. Um, Yeah, I said that weird in the opening to my usual, but this is episode number 141. The movies today are completely different movies from each other. They could not be more different from each other. Sure they can. Yeah, no, no, they could. I mean, I guess they were um, all shot on camera. So that's that's very... I they I mean I guess that's one way to look at it. They both have different one they both have different types of protagonists. One has like eight, ten protagonists, you know, it's not even a real Okay. Anyway. Um those movies are gonna be Eternals, the latest Marvel film. Uh we're also gonna review Spencer from Mm -hmm. that dude, that Chilean director, fuck, I forgot his name. And then uh, we're gonna also review Titan, a French film. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to be fun discovering that movie. Um, anyway, those are the three reviews we're going to have in store for you today. If this is your uh, first time or whatever, and you don't know, maybe not sure, you can always find this episode and all of our other episodes at otherpodcast.com. Over there, you can see our, not to, you know, just, just our catalog, but every kind of marathon we've done, kind of sequentiated, separated. We, we're a top 10 season, so to speak, is approaching. Every year Correct. in January, we do a lot of top 10 shows, and we have uh, the past five years worth, right, roughly, like four to five, maybe mm-hmm. even six, I don't know, um, many years worth of top 10 shows on the website, otherpodcast.com. Check it out, guys. Um, Ralph, how you been? Uh, I've been okay, you know. Um, been doing a lot of overtime at work, because it is the season. Um. The running joke is, if, I don't know. Did I ever say where I work? I don't think I have, right? Uh, if you did, I, I don't remember if you did mention it on the show. Well, so the running joke is that I work at a garbage factory. So, not, not at all. But there's a lot of overtime right now. So, Got it. I've been trying to take advantage of it, getting some money. Um, yeah. Life life changes have happened, you know. Um, wife went on her own, job-wise. Oh, it sounded like she skipped out on you. Hey, yeah, right. Before you said job wise, I'm saying job wise, sounded right. bad. I'm like, I know, I know. I did, a, I did a great job at that one, and um, yeah. So like, you know, just kind of makes things work. Besides that, uh, working a lot. I actually saw movies, even though I work more. Like, I made it up. So, but I've been playing less video games, which is, I guess, what's going to happen. Hmm. Um, but I've also, it's weird because like. It's weird how time, I, I feel like I have no time, but I just spend it on video games and like stuff that I normally do, right? Um, okay. And then when I make the time to do things like with family, like I, I made purposeful time because I'm not home anymore. I don't see Leo or my wife. Um, I was like, hey, I have this day off. Let's go to the movies. Um, let's do this, you know? So like I made a fact to go to the movies mm-hmm. sit with my kids to see a movie. And I was very glad for it. We'll talk about that later. Um, but besides that, uh, yeah, just busy, trying to stay busy, trying to make money, extra money, trying to, you know, get ready for plans. I just had a Friendsgiving. That was a good, that was a good thing. It was Yeah, nice. I've been seeing that, uh, as a trend thing going on. I'm like, huh. I don't really it was, have uh, it was really cool. Really? Like it was not, it wasn't like, it wasn't impromptu cause it was set up like over a month ago, you know? So 
but it was it was something that just kind of spurred of the moment, and then we all got together. Um, it was fun. It was a good time. Uh, gets to catch up with friends that you know. You did did you did you guys can't. do it traditional? Like you guys acted like family with the turkey and the stuffing and the cranberry. Yeah, all of that. We had literally everything like that. Turkey, okay, stuffy cranberry. Ham. Did you put football on? Uh, no, they didn't have the TV on. We were just we were going to play cards against humanity, mm-hmm. but we ended up just catching up because we used to work together, all of us, and mm-hmm. um, like in the same group and everything. Okay, now we we still work together, like in the same place. It's just. It's a big fucking place. It's gigantic. So like, it's bigger than uh, than several small towns out there. Okay, it's crazy because we're literally just catching up on stuff like that. So it's funny, and then it's like all all stories, and then it's like, you know, I miss hanging out with you guys, and then two of them went to Mexico recently, so we're catching up on stories from them. It's just like Mm -hmm. it was just a big catch up thing, and it was which is really cool because we just spent time, and it's like all growing pains because recently a couple of us got promoted and. Some of us have a new job soon. It's a lot of stuff going on. So, you know, cool, st- cool stuff. Cool stuff to hang out with friends. It's just overall a chill moment. I didn't drink too heavily. Had enough food. Well, no, because it was today. If you drank too heavily, you'd be like, oh, man, can we do it? So- can we do this recording tomorrow? <laughs> no, I wouldn't have done that, actually. Um, I mean, I would have understood. But yeah. yeah. But yeah. Um, cool. Anything else? Uh, oh yeah, I mean uh, TV. Mm. Been watching TV. Um, I uh, I know you're not caught up because you're no, lame. I'm lame. Yeah, I'm really. But, but you know what? I'm gonna friend of the show, Greg. I don't know. I think he's in a, a show episode before with us. With it, am I correct? I think so. I feel like yes. I feel like yes too. Friend of the show, Greg, also watches the show. The one I'm talking about, One Piece, right now, animated show. Yes, the show that uh, we cracked a thousand episodes. We're about just. To. Literally just this past Saturday, right oh. on the twentieth, um, cracked cracked a thousand uh, episodes. Yes, it hit a thousand. Um, epic, epic. And I was like, I came home from work excited. Let me put this episode on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Why does it say episode nine nine nine? I saw this one already. Where's mm-hmm. my one thousand? Right. And it's like, oh, it releases at eight o'clock at night. And I was like, motherfuckers. And um, it's really mad. And it's uh, not like I'm a slouch either. Like I, sp- it's just that, yeah. you know, um, when you devote, I devoted like what? What was it? Our, our heyday of One Piece. It was like five to six years, roughly, of watching One Piece all Straight? the time. And I, I kept up with it, but like you know, you get burned out as it happens. You no, know? You and it's just like never went back to it the same way anymore. Mm-hmm. So I would randomly watch a few things here. It took me forever to finish one arc, yeah. and I'm in the middle of the next one right now, which is a small one. I know it's a mm-hmm. small one. There's uh, the elephant one, yeah. But um, so I'm I'm, ho- I'm I'm waiting for like a good time to get hooked back into it. And it's not like the show is not good or it's not getting better for me. It's just no. That but there is for me. Yeah. Yeah. No, and it, what's funny is that I um I'm a I don't watch it how I used to watch it too, where I watched it for like three years straight or something to catch up, you know, or whatever the case was. I wasn't ever like super far behind, but I had enough to keep on my plate at all times um now i just kind of let it build i'm very much a i let i watch it around four times a year i would say so like every three months mm-hmm. um two to three months i end up going like mia with it let like 10 to 15 episodes build up or whatever yeah and then boom i watch right. those 10 or 15 in a couple days or in a week or so a week span you know um, it's like my show, my go-to show feels nice. I catch up, I get mad, and then I let it build up again. Um, 
Because, you know, I get back because they're in the middle of fights or whatever, and I'm like, God damn it, I have to wait. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how I watch the show. But for this one, I'm in a special case because I just recently caught up last month, and I was about six episodes behind or something. No, no I lied to you. I lied to you. I was attempting to catch up, and I was already 10 episodes behind. And I was like, I should just wait to episode 1,000. And I did. Um, and then I caught up all the way. And I'm telling you right now, those last like five episodes, fantastic. Um, mm. From mm-hmm. 995 to yeah, I know you texted me. I don't know where saying that. Fantastic. Yes, yes. Yep. I know I will see it eventually, just uh, not yet. Anyway. I mean, it's just like a milestone. I've been watching the show since like... 2004 i think <laughs> like right. it's like so long ago you know i mean this is nothing for what we made fun of, especially in the, in the 90s of yeah. um, stay-at-home moms when they watch soap operas right because uh that's a never-ending uh m- many 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 years worth they're still going i think on one or two of them maybe maybe sure not. sure um like general hospital and that's like a new episode serialized five times a week you know that's insane in right. the middle of the day um, you know, so this is like our version of that. Um, uh, I would 100% agree with you. Hmm. Uh, obviously, except the medium and the language and everything else. Um, <laughs> uh, on my end, speaking of shows, is that you know, I've been really getting into, I've gotten into this past two weeks. Um, no, a little less than two weeks. Um, Foundation. I am almost done with Foundation. What is that? Season one. It's a, it's a show on Apple TV+. Plus. Um, it is super fantastic. Oh, is it? That's it good. is fantastic. It is high end. It is definitely, I don't want to say highbrow in a bad way, but like, it's very like thinky, like, uh, you're thinking man, science fiction. Um, but it takes place thousands and thousands of years in the future. Kind of like Dune does. Um, and it's uh fantastic stuff they're doing and stuff that they're playing with. And I've been watching it sparingly, like one a day. You know, not binging it, not overloading, um, as well as reading reviews in between them, you know. Um, but the show just ended, I think, this past week. So I'm almost done. I have two episodes left. But check check that out, everyone. Um, besides that, I might have some news regarding a, a new job endeavor. Sure. That oh. could be fun. You know, where you're promoting, I might get something new. It could all be fun here. Um, sure. Yeah. Other than that, it's been pretty normal. I want to do more uh, stuff with uh, my my gliders, but I've been really laxing on it lately. I've been in automatic mode with them. Should really give them more attention, especially when they woke me up the other day barking at three in the morning or five in the morning. Anyway, um, that's it. Um, let's get into something we do, which is recent discoveries. Pretty self-explanatory. Roth, what have you been watching? Uh, yes. Well, I saw two movies. The first one is called Red Notice. It is a Netflix original. Um, Directed and written by Ross and Marshall Thurber. Mm-hmm. Or Thurber. Thurber. Anyways. I've heard the name before. An Interpol agent tracks the world's most wanted art thief. This is starring uh, Dwayne Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot. Um, big, 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 big people, I would say. And then uh, other people in the movie that you might know. Uh, oh, I've seen, you've seen him before. Uh, Chris Diamantopoulos. Um, I'm trying to think anybody else. I know you've seen him before. I'm sure you've seen other people, but I've seen him before in other things, like villain wise. Mm. But it kind of follows these guys a lot more than everybody else. Um, this is a crime 
kind of like super uh how do you put it it, it it's like they're two art thieves so it kind of reminds you reminds me of oceans 12 um a little bit mm-hmm. uh it just takes it to like they're obviously in their own world you know uh it's lackadaisical and things it's kind of paint by numbers it's still fun to watch because you know Ryan Reynolds has good lines. So does Dwayne Johnson, but Ryan Reynolds very much plays his favorite role is uh, almost Deadpool, but not Deadpool. Okay. Um, and then, uh, and then what's it called? Uh, and then Dwayne Johnson plays his favorite role as whatever he wants to play. Um, so as a charismatic person, essentially, as all the time. Um, that being said, it's Gal Gadot is Gal Gadot, and. Uh, it's it's fun to watch. It was a fun overall watch movie. Um, definitely uh, forgettable though. I'm trying to remember it, and like it's hard to. Um, so yeah, it was it was just one of those uh, kind of like crime spy, not spy, but crime art thief or movie that uh, you want to. I guess con con movie would be good, but um, oh. but it's super on the light side. And the con, it's like it's just to watch people. Like, uh, um, the, what's it called? Uh, the big, the big stars. Really, um, it's more like that. But it was funny, so the movie kept it comedic wise. Other than that, I mean, I don't think you need to watch this Oscar at all. But if you mm. wanted to watch something light in the background, you can see something like that. Okay. Um, that's Red Notice. All right. Um, uh, Netflix original. The other movie I saw, I saw this in theaters with my son and my wife. It's called Ron's Gone Wrong. This is an animated movie. Um, it is written by multiple people. Uh, Peter uh, Bainham and Sarah Smith. And then directed by Sarah Smith, Jean-Philippe Vine, or Vine and Octavio Rodriguez. Co-directed, apparently, by those people. Obviously, it's an animated. Uh, Zach Galifianakis plays Ron, which is a robot. Um, Jacqueline Grazer plays Barney, which is the main kid. Ed Helms plays uh, Graham, another kid. Olivia Coleman plays Donka. Rob Delaney's in it. Justice Smith, a bunch of other, and then kids, more kids people that you probably don't know. Um, I'm going to read the synopsis because I actually really like this movie. Uh, the story of Barney, an awkward middle schooler, and Ron, his new walking, talking, digitally connected device. <coughs> Ron's um, malfunction set against the backdrop of social media age launched him on a journey to learn about true friendship. Essentially, a, com- a company like Apple or Facebook or whatever creates a device, um, like a, a pet for, um, this is the beginning of the movie, creates a device that, uh, that, um, that is like your best friend. But it's like a social, it's like a, it's like the next evolution of our phones for kids. Okay. So it's like social media. So like, oh, it'll, it'll, it knows all your, it already has all your account. Right, all your info that you like, all the stuff, and it'll be like, "Oh, hey, you match with this guy because you guys have the same likes." So now you're like, "I'm, I, I'm here to help you find friends," kind of thing, like in real life. But it moves around. It's, it helps you. It's like your, it's like your friend also, you know. Um, and it's there to kind of serve you, but not really. It's more like there to be with you as well, right? Yeah. And uh, Ron gets a defective model. Where, um, not Ron. I'm sorry. Um, uh, Barty, because he was Barty. Barty gets a defective model where it's like he doesn't even have like anything. He's like the base base model, so he has to teach the robot everything. And it's really cool, and you know he learns. 
um, his own, like, you know, he teaches him about how to be a friend and all this stuff, and the robot's super charismatic, um, even though it's just a super simple smiley face, like a super simple face. You can look up a picture for it. It's, it's quite funny. But what it teaches, and the, I guess the value overall of the story, is um, talking about, like, how just, like, embedded we are with uh, social media for kids and iPads and all that stuff. You know, like, we're, like, in it. They're, like, in it at all times. That's all that exists, you know? So it's hard for them to make friends like we used to, you know, just mm-hmm. hang out, do these things and stuff like that. That, um, what's it called? Uh, maybe delving more into the social media or delving more into technology isn't the right answer. Maybe sometimes just taking a step back and doing what we've done for, I don't know, the past millions of years as humanity's lived or whatever the case is, um, is maybe just kind of talk to each other, you know, and like learn to, you can get along with anybody just because you don't have the same likes doesn't mean you can't be friends and stuff like that. Right. It's a cool little story for, for kids, my kid loved it. I went into this movie thinking I'm probably gonna get a great nap, and I ended up staying awake the whole time because um, I really appreciated the message and how it was delivered and how it went to, and it was really cool. Um, it was a really cool project. I thought uh, I think more people should watch it. It's one of those movies that I just feel like it's kind of just got left behind. Came out in end of October in theaters. Um, some people watched it. It probably won't get picked for anything, which it shouldn't. I mean, it's nothing crazy, but I think it's a cool story and it's a cool watch for sure. Um, obviously, as a parent, I'm biased, but I mean, it is what it is, right? Yeah, I never even heard of it. Right, exactly. Yeah, I, uh, oh. I mean, I saw it many times when I went to the movies these past couple months. I was like, I know it's there. And I was like, well, there's this is the only movie out for Leo to watch, so let's go watch it. You know, it was one of those things. So... Um, that's the reason I went for it. I didn't know anything. And then I ended up coming out the movie like, oh, it was cool. It was really, really cool, you know? Um, so yeah, it was a really cool yeah. movie. Um, I, I really do appreciate movies like this. It was like, it was like meta, but at the same time, it wasn't. And it was talking about pretty big things that I felt like it spoke to the kids and the adults at the same time. Cause like my kid understood it and he's eight, you know? Like, yeah. And I'm 33. Like, obviously, I should have understood it. Like, it's beating me in the head. So, I mean, obviously, my kid should have got my. He got it pretty good, too. So, I feel like a lot of stuff I watched as a kid and I was before and I never got it. You know, I was just like, that was cool because there was, you know, a dinosaur in it. And now it's like, no, kids are smart, man. <laughs> so, uh, that's Ron's Got It Wrong. Sorry if I rambled a little too long. That's what I've been watching. Um, how about you, Oscar? What you uh, well, I first saw um, King Richard. The movie we were originally going to review, yeah, 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 uh, on the thing, which I never, I, I left it unedited, no big deal. Anyway, um, it's on uh, HBO Max. That's the only reason I saw it. I really had very little to no interest in watching it, um, <clears throat> mainly because uh, I'm not a big fan of biopics, and I'm not. Uh, it felt uh, mushy, and um, I don't know, too, too, whatever, mainstream drama to want to see it. I wasn't in the mood. And so, but I suddenly was to see it. And I did. And I kind of backed down, watch it, but I saw the whole thing. And, um, you know, also, like, most likely, like, I can see this one being picked for this or best acting or something. So, I mean, like, I'll just get out of the way now. Um, so I saw it. It's the origin story of Venus and Serena Williams um, through the father. Richard Williams, of course, played by Will Smith. 
and it's um, a tale of their beginning, you know, through um, the ghetto in Compton in the 90s or late 80s, 90s, um, getting up to, uh, you know, at some point they go to Florida and then, you know, from there to there, they become like uh, youth champions. I guess there's like youth leagues, like from certain ages to certain ages where you can compete in tennis. And it's a very obviously white heavy thing and they the movie does explore that a little bit not as much as i would like but that's what they did and um and it's just i guess it's much of a true story about the father and will smith plays a a very driven father weird father for sure weird character clearly like like the movie kind of like glosses over some real issues and problems through the father um in order to make this story more heartfelt and I feel like to make it more wholesome and to have a happy ending uh-huh. um, or a more satisfying ending. And not to say that this isn't happy. Everyone in the world knows who Venus and Serena is. The, the, the movie has success in its end run, right? But right. like, I don't know. I feel like the movie pulled back a lot of things, a lot of punches, in my opinion. Um, and, uh, you know, there is some unnecessary awkward scenes that I didn't think. I think the movie hit it home before that, things like that. I'm being vague here. Uh, yeah. Brand new movie, though. But check it out if you want to. It's definitely for a certain type of audience. But those people were already going to see it. So um, that's King Richard on HBO. I have one that's on Netflix. It's called Nobody Sleeps in the Woods Tonight. Um, this is from a different country. I don't know where I saw it. I actually saw this with the dubbing. Um, mainly because I just, you know, it looked like a schlocky horror movie, and it is. It's just like a normal horror movie, and I didn't want to, like, you know, oh, it's not super serious. I don't have to pay super attention. I just watch it. Um, but they made a sequel. There's a sequel to this. I think it's called The Same Thing Part 2. Nobody Sleeps in the Woods Tonight Part 2, I think. And it's like a double feature, almost, like, because it ends kind. It ends very much like, oh, shit, this is open-ended. But it's about these uh, kids, uh, these reluctant, uh, like, um, these kids who are, like, I don't know if they're being disciplined for it or not, but like they are being taken away into camp in the woods, um, you know, away from their cell phones, away from technology to uh-huh. actually like connect with nature and connect with people, right? Think that kind of whole thing. Sure. And then the movie devolves into like these two oversized, mutated men that are out there, like with very you know minimal intelligence, going out there killing everyone. You know, and obviously they come in con- you know, they come in contact with the kids and everyone. Um, and it is a fun ride for sure. It has some has some lovely gore that I liked it. It's a it's a great fun movie for like just a horror fun action movie. No, it's not action like that. It's just fun action. And um, I really liked how it, how you know how things ended, so to speak. Um, and I liked how the um, the cliffhanger worked. And I can't wait to actually see the second one. I just have, I just haven't yet. So I recommend it. It was a fun time. Nothing too serious. Nothing that doesn't. Don't think about it too much. Just watch it. Um, a meteor did this. That's all you need to know. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> right? Who cares how? Yeah, yeah. I just um, yeah, you said yeah. A meteor did it. <laughs> and that's on Netflix. Uh, nobody sleeps in the woods tonight. Next up, I saw. Um, oh, this is a big one. I should really write this one down so I can see who it is. I always forget his name. I saw the card counter, which is Paul Schrader's latest film. Oh, yeah, yeah, it has, uh, what's his name in it, right? Yeah, it's Oscar Isaac. Yeah, um, yeah. Isaac of Oscars, yes. 
Redemption is the long game in Paul Schrader's The Card Counter. Told with Schrader's trademark cinematic intensity, the revenge thriller tells the story of an ex-military interrogator turned gambler haunted by the ghost of his past. I did not expect that to be the synopsis as I was reading it, but there you go. Um, yeah, and it is very much all those things. It is like, you know, I was trying to tell a, f- a friend of mine who was excited about the movie. He's like, oh, how was it? Well, you know, like, um, was it this? Was it that? I'm like, oh, I'm not saying there is no gambling in the movie, but it's not about gambling. Oh, okay. Is it about, like, revenge? I'm like, I'm not saying there is no revenge, but it's not about revenge. <laughs> you know? It's like, uh, it's yeah. Paul Schrader. I mean, if you've seen any of his films uh, or, or, the, or, the, or the screenplays he's written, like Taxi Driver, like you know, first reformed, like that one with Nick Nolte when he's an alcoholic. Actually, they're all about alcoholism, really. Um, yeah. Like, you'll see that this guy doesn't just fucking do one thing, okay? It's not about one thing, and it's and it's not a, a movie of the week kind of topic. You know, it doesn't just explore revenge only. It does so many other things. And I say this movie's pretty great. It is a fun time for sure. I, I think that people will completely be disappointed by that synopsis I read. Because while there is definitely some thrilling moments, there is definitely all those things, like I said. It's almost like a... But it's also almost like a um, a road trip buddy movie. It's almost that way, but not not at all comedic. The guy is super serious, Oscar Isaac, who may have given his best performance. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. I'll go with maybe on that. I really like him in Ex Machina, but it's, uh, it's, it's up there, though. Top five for him, for sure. He is like completely stoic the whole time, you know, hard to read. You have to really get into the film to actually get it. And Tiffany Haddish, who is the the second or the third tier on some um, build here, is really, really good in a serious role where she's like playing this, um, this like this sexy, like, I don't want to say negotiator, but she's like a front man, a front woman, I guess, for... um, for gamblers and card players like to front them for the money to compete and televise uh you know um what do you call it uh you know those gambling game uh, those uh whatever poker tournaments they go poker tournaments and she fronts them with someone's money you know their her, her boss's money to 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 have a good show basically and uh and she approaches this guy about it and said so they have a relationship it's really great she's really good in the movie um, I don't know much about Tiffany Haddish. I've only seen her in like three films, but I really liked her in this one. Um, so that's the card counter. I don't know where you can find it, but you can buy it or rent it. Uh, uh, next up, I saw these two movies are really hard to find. I apologize in advance. They are almost purposely hard to find, which is why I wanted to see it. <coughs> I saw the I saw the Hitcher. The Hitcher. The Sounds Hitcher. Vaguely familiar. It should be vaguely familiar. It was uh, during our heyday of movie watching is when these two movies came out, this one and the next one. Uh, oh, okay. The Hitcher came out in 2007. And I don't remember much of it. Maybe uh, maybe a poster. But it made no money. And, I want, and I've, I've heard, I've uh, been listening to and reading up on movies that are like, you know, like um, underseen, underdogs, movies that everyone, like, they're really fantastic. I wouldn't know why people hate them kind of movies. Uh-huh. And this one was on the list. And I went to see it. And it's a remake, technically, of the 1986 version of the same name. Um, but this Hitcher, uh, it has, as the main bad guy, as the Hitcher, it has Sean Bean in it as a bad guy, which I would recommend. Because Sean Bean, as a bad guy, is always delicious uh-huh. and kind of fun to watch. 
but this movie stars uh, really actors you don't know much about, but they were big at the time. Sophia Bush and Zachary Knighton, or Knitton? Knighton, probably. Also has Neil McDonough, if you're interested. And um, this is a fun movie. It is definitely a pop horror movie. It has a lot of style to it. It has, um, but it's based, it's couched still in the, so to speak, uh, realism of everything. Nothing supernatural, nothing really over the top, just the situations over the top. And it's about these two kids who, you know, no good deed goes unpunished kind of thing. Uh, give this guy, um, give this guy a ride after denying him a ride in, in a very windy, rainy, stormy night, right? And like they, they, they skip him the first time because she's like, I don't want to do it. This couple, right? Like, I don't want to do it. Don't, don't invite him in. And then they go to a rest stop and he appears there and he kind of like talks himself into a ride with them. And this guy's fucking insane. The hitch is crazy. He starts chasing them and then body count starts rising and the police are involved and. People are blaming them, and they're on the run, and their car gets fucked up, and it's like one thing after another, and it builds and snowballs really nicely, and I really like the movie huh. quite a lot. I recommend it for okay. everyone who likes what I just said. It is technically a horror movie, like I said, and it does get gory on one or two occasions, but it isn't all-in-out like horror fest. It's much more of a cat and mouse game out in the open desert sun. Or sometimes at night, sometimes in a cop station, you know, whatever. Yeah. And it's a fun time, and it's a really fun time. And also one of the most believable couples in that era of 2007. I can imagine this couple being around. And the way they talk to each other. And there's really nice complimentary stuff. Actually, well-written characters. So, I recommend it. Okay. Next up here, of that same series of movies that made no money and no one talks about and uh, whatever. I saw a movie called I Know Who Killed Me. Do you who, know this one? Who is that? Um. Another one that sounds vaguely familiar. I'm so This sorry. one I remember more. I remember the trailer, I think, back okay. in 2007. Same year, 2007. Oh, wow. It made like a million dollars, I think, in the box office, even though it was, um, you know, um, advertised for all screens. Uh-huh. And back then, this is, this is more, of a, this is more of, a, of a hit than it is today, you know. Anyway, I Know Who Killed Me is a um, horror movie, horror mystery thriller starring, uh, let's see. A young woman who was missing reappears, but she claims to be someone else entirely. And this movie stars uh, Lindsay Lohan. It's a Lindsay Lohan movie. Oh, okay. And it's funny enough, it also has Neil McDonough in it. So that's two Neil McDonough's right there. Um, this is a Lindsay Lohan movie in the very year, I think the year after or the year of when people started hating her. If you okay. remember that year, Ralph? Uh... You know, you know this period of time where people it was like very chic to say like fuck Paris Hilton and fuck Lindsay Lohan. Remember oh yeah, 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 of course I do. Yeah. Now Paris Hilton probably came a little after that, but still, uh-huh. like around the same time, and it became like very like everyone kind of hated, them. and then, then they dropped out. Like you never saw them in things. You saw them in little things, maybe or not really. And you'd have to be in the know. You'd have to really look her up yeah. if you want to know what's happening with her. You know, and Lindsay Lohan was such a had a bad word of mouth or whatever, it made this movie and it did not do good. But this movie is great. Like, really good. I really, really dug I Know Who Killed Me. She plays... I mean, it's not like her acting chops are so amazing. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that the... I mean, their acting chops are, are really good for the what the movie desires. And oh. I don't think it desires too much of her, but it, it desires just enough. There's a lot of style in this movie, a lot of blue, actually. And uh, this movie is great. It is a good... Nice, cool story. I've really never seen this story quite told that way before. And uh, the idea that this girl gets kidnapped 
you know, the telltale signs of the same kidnap, the, the, the same uh, technique of kidnapping that the serial killer around town has been doing to all the other girls. Um, she's, she's missing. And then like, oh man, she's going to be dead for sure. And then they find her somewhere out of nowhere. And she has like two limbs missing and it's like fucked up and all this stuff. And then when the FBI interrogates her, you know, she comes out saying like, I'm not this person. I'm this other name with this other background. And oh. it's like, what is going on? And it's really cool how it all unfolds and how uh-huh. the ending turns out to be. So I recommend it for everyone out there. Give this movie a chance. I recommend it for everyone. This is a fun movie. I know who killed me. I did not expect to be that good because it has like a 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm like, it does not deserve that at all. So those are the two movies I've been watching that are, well, that have been neglected by time. And uh, that's all I've been watching recently. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to review our first film of the evening, which is Marvel's latest Eternals. Stay with us. Five years ago, Thanos erased half of the population of the universe. But the people of this planet brought everyone back with a snap of a finger. The sudden return of the population provided the necessary energy for the emergence to begin. How long do we have? Seven days. We're Eternals. We came here 7,000 years ago to protect humans from the deviants. Why didn't you guys help fight Thanos? Or any war, all the other terrible things throughout history. We were instructed not to interfere in any human conflicts unless deviants are involved. By who? The saga of the Eternals, a race of immortal beings who lived on Earth and shaped its history and civilizations. This is Eternals, written, uh, well, written by uh, screenplay by a bunch of people. Story and whatever, Jack Kirby to Crash Frippo, Ryan Frippo, Patrick Brulé, but also written by and directed by Chloe Zhao, who is, the, I guess, the credit of the main writer and director. Well, the only director. And this movie stars Gemma Chan, Richard Madden, Angelina Jolie, Salma Hayek, big fucking stars right there, uh, Kit Harrington, Kumail Nanjiani, uh, Leah McHugh, Brian Tyree Henry from um, Atlanta, Paperboy, love Paperboy, uh-huh. uh-huh. love Paperboy, Ma Dong Suk, um, Lauren Ridloff, Barry Keoghan, Keegan, maybe it's Keegan, I think it's Keegan, Bill Skarsgård, Harish Patel, yep, bunch of people. Um, and this is the latest of the phase three, whatever phase we're on, as far as the Marvel chapters are concerning. They're opening up the world, so to speak. Eternals. Hmm. This is going to be a fun review in many different ways. But we're going to start with you, Roth. Oh. That's right. We're going to start with you. What did you think of Eternals? Uh, I don't know. Conflicted, I guess. I'm weird about this movie. Um, I felt like... Um, and I'm just going to go broad generalizations, and we'll get to the nitty-gritty of everything else later. Um, I felt like they focused on 
I mean, they focused a little too heavily on some of the characters compared to the others. Not that the others didn't have a more com- or less compelling story or a more compelling story. Um, I just felt like it just focused a little bit too much on one on two a couple of characters. Um, I overall like like lo- I actually kind of love the beginning slash um, just like of the of what's what happens the world building of the Eternals um, and stuff like that, uh, and then the rest of it just story wise, I felt like. Okay, I understood where the movie was going, and I understood some of the other things um, and to the third act. And then I just felt like then it became like every other every other movie, um, Mar- Marvel movie, I suppose. Hmm. Um, and then I was I wasn't like disappointed or anything. Um, I just felt like they were doing some other things. I felt like I was watching like two different movies sometimes. Um, and then, uh, and I, I don't know what I wanted. I wanted more, but at the same time, I felt like maybe I just wanted more streamlined. It wasn't necessarily the action. I don't know exactly what I wanted. Maybe I'll get that out of this discussion where, where, where my thoughts are. But I felt like I, I got left kind of like hanging a little dry. Um, mm-hmm. And then um, I also felt like there was so much going on in the movie that you could have either just taken some stuff out um, to make it more uh, streamlined, like I said, or split the movie up. Um, but I know you don't want to do that. I almost feel like this would have been a great show, um, miniseries, you know, but uh, we don't have that. We have this movie. So mm-hmm. I guess I'm just somewhere in the middle um, Yeah, this movie. I understand that completely. Um, I would also understand if you said any of the two, any of these other two options uh, or answers. Um, it's amazing or it really sucks. <laughs> any you other know, so like I've heard I that really from understand. a lot of people. I think um, so. A lot of my friend groups, um, you know, work friends and stuff like that, are in the it sucked category. And then a lot of you other people say. I've heard, yeah, I don't say right. Um, and then a lot of people, other people I've heard, I'm like, I liked it a lot. I've never heard anyone say what I've said. I think <laughs> where I'm just mm-hmm. like, yeah, like I I can see both of their reactions. Why would they would say that? But yeah. that's from the type of people who you know, like their favorite movie is mm-hmm. whatever one of the other Marvel movies. And I'm like, well, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah um, I I, I kind of call this movie like a it's an amazing movie that fails. <laughs> you know. That's what I've been kind of thinking about it's it. It's not a bad way to put it if you think about it. Yeah. It's um, if you both want so much more and then I want so much less. I, yeah. Yeah. Like I wish the one time less, but we got more shit for it. You know, like, yeah, I can find the bird. Everyone knows the bird. Um, and if you don't, then there's a bird in the background. He's being extra loud. Though. Anyways, yeah. Uh-huh. He wants attention. He really um, does. Or probably a partner. Like, can you buy me a friend yet? Um, oh, fuck. Bro. Um. Yeah, Eternals is conflicting for me. Watching in that movie theater, I I would say I definitely come like I said that completely. Me like I really think this movie is doing some really awesome things, better than any and more uh, motivated and more um, far-reaching in its depth than mm-hmm. any Marvel movie ever made before. 
Um, yeah, I would agree but with you. it it doesn't land. It does not stick. Any landing, any landing whatsoever. No, I feel regarding this stuff. I feel like um, with every character, even the, even what they consider the main one. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, all of them. The very so. Um, I'm very. I'll be very curious. Like you know, twenty years down the line, whenever the truth gets out on these things, because you never know for sure until you never know on the day of anyway. Um, unless you're in the know. Uh, as to what kind of conflicting viewpoints were happening here, is this Marvel, you know, like, hey, you gotta fucking put an action scene here, or whatever, you know, like, or her, like, can I just, like, make this about five characters instead of ten, you know? Like, I don't know, you know? And what's what's being tied behind who's back, what's supposed to happen? Yeah. Um, I agree with you, Ralph, that a miniseries would have been perfect. Yeah, right? For the story? Doesn't it feel, I just feel like for the story, mm-hmm. and just, um, I guess a little bit more for the relationships, um, of the characters, um, I just, I don't know. There's so many things going on mm-hmm. that I feel like we're just like... Uh, I feel like you could even... Oh, man. I, I imagine so many awesome scenarios while watching it in the theater as it I, being a show. To be honest with you, you could have done a miniseries, a three-episode miniseries, 45 minutes each, maybe 50 minutes each or something like that. Mm. Basic, and I think it would have been great. Maybe four episodes max, so like an extra hour of content. Yeah. Um, you know, streamline how you wanted it. I, yeah. I don't know. Anyways, that's what. That's what yeah, I'm... but uh, the thing they're tackling on here, and uh, you know, something that Shang Chi tackles on a little bit, uh, Shang Chi: Legend of the Ten Rings, the, the last Marvel film this summer. Um, that one had a protagonist, not the protagonist, I should say, uh, a like uh, the villain, let's say, the main villain, uh, being um, immortal, and Eternals are immortal, essentially. Correct. Um, so, but this one tackles it an actual human life. Like, it actually ponders that question. It actually kind of really references those points. You really see, and I think the movie's trying to make you feel the timelessness of their natures, you know. And it doesn't always pull that off every scene or with every character in every scene, but it overall does it for me. So, you know, I feel like it really succeeded in showing us a, a literal superhero or literal um, whatever they are as uh-huh. um yeah whatever they are. as something completely away from us like they're so inhuman mm-hmm. and because it's just so hard to fathom the the vastness of their time here on earth in the movie obviously yeah. and um it's kind of like uh, it's like marvel doing the old guard remember that movie from last year uh-huh yeah it's like marvel doing the old guard the old guard tackle with those same questions it had six people to do it with, but this, yeah, <laughs> but still. Sure. You know, you know what? I did appreciate the, and this is where the movie, um, in the beginning of the movie, or like when, when you're going through the times, because obviously you're going to find out about this. It's not much of a spoiler. It's all the beginning of the movie. Um, that's a great, I love that part. And I think they did a great job in those scenes. Um, I just felt like we, I felt like I wanted more of that, but at the same time, I felt like, um, I don't know if I wanted more of that, or if I wanted more of that same, like, attention to detail, or attention that they gave to it, for the rest of the movie. Um, I guess that's where I'm falling for. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, my favorite scenes were almost always the um, the flashback stuff. Yeah, the flashbacks were my Yeah, first. obviously, which, where we got most in the beginning because we get an introduction to them landing and doing stuff on Earth in the very beginnings of our civilization. Correct. Um, Babylon and so on. Um, and I thought that was great. 
good, really good stuff. It really, uh, those are my favorite parts. No, no, no question. Uh, I wanted just more of that. I wanted the whole movie to be that, really. Um, yeah. In a sense where, like, you know, get us familiarized with his characters, maybe. And then the next movie you do with the world ending thing. Like, you know, that's where it complicated matters. Right. Uh, I want to say another thing. I mean, th- we're talking very generalizationally about this movie still. Yeah, yeah. And it's fine. It's working out. I'm, almost any and problem or good thing I can say about the movie, it's almost always in generalizations. But um, so I'll, I'll leave with this. Um, I feel like the uh, a bad thing about the movie that leads to, unfortunately, not very good action, in my opinion, uh-huh. is that... Um, the, the villains, these monsters, these creatures that they're sent there to literally protect human, the human race from are, are very, um, I don't want to say elementary, but they don't seem very threatening. I don't think they are very threatening to the human races. I don't think I ever felt that threatening. The, they're, like the nature, like why these Eternals are needed. I never really felt it. Oh, Especially yeah. when you consider the fact that they are also told by decree, royal decree, um, that they cannot help in human matters. Uh, obviously, it includes the Thanos problem. Right. Um, this is the other bad thing I think this movie did. I shouldn't have said it. Right? I shouldn't have said after Thanos. I should have said before. Um, I think that would have been way better. It would have solved so. It would have answered so many problems because, because I mean, with this is a more of a spoiler thing. But because once you find out the reason they're there. Is that uh, the Thanos thing is seems like less excusable for them not to be in it without a good reason anyway? Because they did not give a good reason. They're just like, oh, we're not supposed to, <laughs> and that's in the beginning of the movie. But um, you know, anyway. So these villains, I didn't find them very um, threatening, really, because these guys are badasses. They're all different kinds of badasses, and I guess I have questions about that in general. But like, you know, they're all different, and they all can handle themselves. And as a group, forget about it. They're untouchable. Or at least they should be. And um, these, uh, what do they call the bad guy? I forgot what they were called. I saw it like two weeks ago. Um, but these bad guy creatures are like, are mindless. They're just hungry. I don't know. It doesn't seem, they don't, like I said, they're not very threatening. Uh, I don't get it. If they were kaiju size, yeah, I get that. But they're not, you know. You know? Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um. But what do you think of Gemma uh, Cersei? Cersei. Um, Gemma, what's her name? What's her name? Gemma Chan. Chan? Chan? Uh, yes, Sorry. yes. Um, I actually, she's our protagonist. I, um, once you, once, you no, know, she's our protagonist. Yeah, no, I, I felt like um, I liked her a lot in the beginning, and I liked her once they described her, and they gave her the whole, like, um, who she is, you know, like... Um, when uh, Salma Hayek's character, Ajak, right? Yeah. Um, talks about her and kind of describes her and tells her who she is or how she, how she sees her, right? And stuff like that. Um, I actually really, I really did appreciate that. And I, then I used to see the character for who she is. And I did appreciate that the character stayed true to herself for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it called? So I did like that about it. But I also felt like, it was also like a little bit of her downfall where she was always like in wanderlust. I don't know if you know this, like she was always like, like amazed by everything or in, in awe Mm. of things. Interesting. Uh, And then uh, because of that, I also felt like she was um, not to like make it look, I just felt she looked, she felt like she was airheaded sometimes like, Oh, Mm. I'm not in it. 
You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if the movie did a bad part of that aspect. Um, and I wanted a little bit more from her. And I just felt like, especially for like so long of being, <sighs> this is where the movie does a bad part as well. Where like, <laughs> um, I felt like they're Eternals. They've been alive for forever, right? Mm-hmm. Eternally, theoretically, right? Where whatever, <laughs> especially since they, yeah. <laughs> not to make fun of them, but, and then still where they are currently, um, I feel like they don't know their own powers. They don't know their own yeah. strengths. And you're like, how? How do you not know that? How do you not test that? And is it because you just decided to give it up and you just never looked into it? Like, how, what do you mean? Like, really? Like, you really just didn't do anything like that? You've lived how many centuries? Like, it's just so crazy. Like, it's just, it, it really boggled me there. And uh, that's where I feel like the movie is a big downfall. I feel like we're, um, I feel like I'm in a video game. And if you, I played many video games like this, especially in, in JRPGs. Your character starts off and you're like, damn badass. Oh man, you got hit in the head or something happened and all of a sudden you have amnesia and you lost all your abilities and you don't know how to do this. It's like <laughs> the Castlevania effect. You come in, you're like the badass guy. You're like, man, I got all these weapons. I'm badass. Like, oh yeah, I'm beating Dracula. And you're like, yeah, that was cool. So now you're this other guy. What? And you're like, yeah, he's got nothing. And you're like, what? The, what? But I just had everything. Right. Go get it. Yeah. You're going to need that to win now. And you're like, oh, oh, okay. And that's how I felt like we were in this movie. Mega Man is similar too. Like, he's always stripped down of his powers, and you have to gain his powers by these. Very much so. Very much so. Yeah. And I was just like, like, I mean, that's cool in a game because that's what you want to do, you know? But, like, in a movie like this, I just, it felt like they were, it felt felt like that. And I was like, but why? Why does it have to be like that? I don't feel like we need to. I feel like it was just like bad. Bad parts in that aspect. Yeah, yeah. I do have something to say to that, but unfortunately, it'll be spoilers. So maybe we should get into it. I think. I think we're like we we did a great job. I think of not spoiling things. I think so. We barely even yeah. talked about anything. Yeah. Um, all right, spoilers for Eternals starting right now. We need to find the others. I haven't seen some of them for centuries. Hi. Hello. This is what the end of the world looks like. At least we have front row seats. You know what's never saved the planet? Your sarcasm. We have loved these people since the day we arrived. When you love something, you protect it. Fall collection. IKEA. Uh, so I kind of agree with what you're saying. I, I, the way I saw Gemma Chance, uh, well, I don't want to say her performance because I mean it's probably not fair to her. She probably was doing 
what you was meant to do. But yeah. um, uh, Cersei is bad because um, or conflicting because I, the way I saw it is that she was like not taking charge of her life. You know, she was like the run to the litter, or considered to be the run to the yeah. litter, or she considered herself to be the run to the litter, like by her own uh, anxieties or whatever. Like um, when she was always the heart. It's just like it's like in the part, not the part, just not the right one. Captain Planet. Heart is the one you don't know what that power is. Water, yeah, fire, earth, yeah, okay, cool. But like heart, what is that? I don't know. But it's clearly the most important one. That's what you're supposed to take from it. As a kid, I knew that watching Captain Planet. Um, she is that. You know, unquantifiably, the heart, the the least defined, least uh, least threatening, so sure. to speak, but also the most important, um, which is why she gets the powers by Ajax. Um, and I think the whole movie is like she's trying to get the whole movie is trying to rise to a point where at the end, when she stops the what's that what's that thing called again? The the fucking the Galactus looking thing, <laughs> whatever. Oh, the fuck. <laughs> there, yeah. I forgot already. I forgot to. The Eternal. Let's call it the Eternal. Um, The big-ass Eternal. um, That she actually, like, you know, fucking finds her conviction and does it. And fucking knows, like, the the limitlessness of her power, right? Uh And her whatever. And I think, uh, like, she's, like, the whole movie is unfortunately showing her, like, she's, like, standoffish. She mm-hmm. is second guessing herself. She's not doing anything. That's why I think sometimes she looks like she's in awe of something else or or stunned or whatever because she doesn't. She's never had to lead, you know, which right. is the power that the Superman character has had. And uh, it should go without saying. I know everyone's mentioned it already, but uh, it is unfortunate that they name a character Cersei and then have Rob Stark and Jon Snow both profess their love to her. It's uh-huh. really weird. <laughs> and I don't know why the writers decided to go along with this. I don't care how true the story it is. I'm sorry, Game of Thrones was a thing before you. And you can't... Yeah. It right. was just... It was funny. That theater laughed. To think about that, you know? It, it, but it was also like... Like, couldn't you just cast somebody else? What do you mean besides those two, Rob Stark? And yeah, exactly. Or like, or, or I keep just the like, cast, I mean, like change. All right, if you're gonna keep the names, but just like, change one name, change Cersei. That's all you need to do. Unreal. It is right. Really, I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, it's just like, yeah, I just can't. I, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. It's just so weird. It is also one of those astronomically things. Like, what are the chances of that happening? But uh, there's no excuse for it because it's not that long ago that Game of Thrones came. It's not like. It was less than ten years ago. Um, right, five years ago, right? No, less than five years ago. It ended four years ago, three years. Ago. So, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know that we all want to forget the ending so bad, but yeah. Um, anyway, sorry. Getting back to this thing, it's a small. That's a small problem overall. And um, a lot of people had complaints, and let me know what you think of this. When it came to the action, especially that this movie had a lot of like low lights, like a lot of too like too darkness for a lot of people to enjoy. Is that that is that a problem you had? Because I didn't. Not, you know, uh, the jungle one was, uh, I guess, a lower light thing, but I didn't hate That's it. That's how the that. jungle covers it, though. It looks really real to me. Yeah, but I like, mean, the jungle covers yeah, the like, sun like that. Everything yeah, looked really cool. good to me, right? Nothing, nothing, yeah. nothing felt out of the ordinary. I mean, did you? I guess there was you some track the action. Could you track where everything was and everything? Yeah, yeah, I could. I mean, besides the fact that it was, I guess. Some of it, with like the tentacle stuff, was kind of hard to keep up. But that's anything like that. That's yeah, that's true. 
I'm not blaming. I yeah, blame the... a lot of people complain about that with the action, and really? that's why they didn't like it. I'm like, for me, the action. The reason I didn't like it is that I felt like it could have been more dynamic. Like the fact that these guys have lived ten over ten thousand years to you know live, um, lived, ate, and and fought together. They would have these natural like th- rhythms, and there was no rhythms in the movie. Uh, yeah, I you know, even being apart for what? How long were they apart? Decades? Not even a hundred? No, no bullshit. Not enough time has passed for thousands of years of inbred natural ability that they've had. No way. It's just, that's what bothered me about the action is that it could have been more, again, way better. Could have yeah. been way better for that reason, but not because it was low level. I thought the action was pretty cool otherwise. You know? Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Yeah, especially that jungle scene, which is probably the longest one, like the big, the big shot action scene. Um, <coughs> Sorry. Marvel uh, always does that. Their, their best action scenes always in the middle of the movie. You know, uh-huh. They do that a lot. Yeah, yeah, they actually do the, the, Give me a movie. Keep, they all have it. It's to keep you uh, excited. Because the ending almost always sucks with Marvel because it always has to be some world-ending thing and whatever. And, you know, um, I also heard this complaint or this comparison with Shang-Chi and uh, the reason why Shang-Chi worked and this one didn't, besides the fact that it was more fun. And that it was more colorized. Like, you're oh. right, Chang-Chi did have more color. You're right. But this one isn't. So, not a big deal. Um, is that people were complaining that that movie, Shang-Chi, um, dealt with, didn't have to deal with world-ending problems in order to have an awesome action movie, a Marvel action movie. And I'm like, yes, it did. Did you not watch the movie? It totally. You think those dragons would have... Like right, yeah, yeah. Cool with her. Like I don't understand. Like it was, it was <laughs> leaking from a portal of another I, dimension. I, I, I could have sworn about? they said exactly that. It was yeah. that's exactly what the reason was. I don't. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it wasn't a, like a localized family affair. It was a big fucking deal. Yeah, <laughs> and that's I actually the parts I didn't like. I like the least because Marvel keeps doing this thing. I'm like, it really sucks when you put the world in danger so many times. It's like the boy who cried wolf. I don't really care to save you anymore. Yeah, but it's you know? funny because, like, I. What's so funny about how they that they do put the world in danger, but like we we have the, we're the ones who know that the world is in danger multiple times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The world doesn't know that the world is in danger multiple times in the Marvel <laughs> universe. But well, but it's true. Like the yeah yeah like. Uh, they don't. They don't know that. They don't know that they're in danger half the time. They know that the you know the Avengers, of course, that affected everything. But like the the Shang Chi stuff, like that was just like, hey, uh, we stopped it before we got here, and um, we've been doing it for whatever so long. And you're yeah, it is what it is. And you're like, oh, okay, uh, Eternals, same thing. They you know they did the similar similar things. Uh, like <clears throat> Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm sure they stopped other things. You know, like it's just like we only know because they told us. So it does feel like the world's always like, man. Well, we know they're gonna do. You know, it's always gonna be something bigger. But well, Guardians of the Galaxy too was like threatening many, many <clears throat> all the planets, really. So yeah. everything is <laughs> even worse. Right. Um, let me tell you a story. I didn't like, like that ending because they all ended roughly the same way. I'm like, oh, stop in the big bad. Okay. Right before the Doomsday Clock. Um, Right. Are there still nuclear problems in the world? Like I don't understand. What's going on? What's going on? Um, so this movie unfortunately falls under the same problem. Um, although I would say though I did enjoy, I because re- the, the thing is that they don't actually have to fight a big bad. They have to fight their Superman. That makes it much more interesting for sure. And I found that def- definitely to be interesting. And yeah. finding the allegiances between like 
you know, because this is what this movie really is. And this is another thing that this movie makes me want to so bad say it's the best Marvel movie ever made because it tries to be better than just a normal Marvel movie. It like, it really paints the Eternals, these, these 10 people or whatever they are, um, as zealots. They are, they're fanatics. They are f- religious fanatics. Yeah. And, and the movie really doesn't have to paint that picture too long for you to like see it. It's easy to see. And, um, and that's how it paints it. So like the Rob Stark and uh, the little girl for, for, for dumb reasons, because she's in love with them, but whatever, you know, they're the fanatics. They're the ones doing this. And then we got the, the, the zealot of their group, you know, the guy who mind controls people. Like it's very much like that. And while these other people are, are trying to grow and there's been no problems with the religion, meaning monsters and hundreds of years or whatever they said, um, they're like trying to grow and trying to find themselves or whatever, like badly, goodly, whatever. Gemma is probably doing the best. Cersei's probably doing the best. She's the only sure. one working with humans. Think about that. Everyone's isolated and shit except for her and um, Tyrese Henry, the inventor. They're the only two people that actually connect with humans in any way, um, which says something. Says something about their fanaticism, their their the religion that they were they were like not raised into, but they were created from. Um, it's it's so much. It has a lot of great illusions and stuff. It has yeah. really good stuff in it. Really good comparisons. Um, and I love how it boils up to that ending where they have to fight the the, the best fighter in order to. No, obviously, I mean, the, or more like the main fighter, right? I don't know if it was right. Well, I guess it was fight. the best fighter. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I would say a, cl- a close second would have been the guy who died <laughs> with the fist. What was his name? Oh, man, that guy was badass. I can't believe he died. Um, uh, Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh. Oh, I love that too, by the way. Oh, man, I love that stuff was great. Like, their inspirations to the world. But like, we've all heard that, of Gilgamesh. Where, that, that's where the movie yeah. is so good. It's Athena. It's and so it's all, all the stuff like that is where the movie is so good, you know? It's so good. It was like, fun watching that. It, it, yeah, it just makes sense in those areas. Um, I mean, I think my favorite is, uh, oh man, I can't, why can't I remember that one, uh, what's that one Greek city? Uh, uh Athens? Was it, where, where, is that where they were? Uh, where, I don't know where they were. No, 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 in, um, in the, in the past, when they in one of the flashbacks. Oh, I don't know where, I'm sorry, I don't know. It was, maybe uh, it was Athens, but I don't know. No, I don't think it was Athens. It was, uh, yeah, maybe it wasn't, it was, uh, Babylon. Oh, that's not in Greece. It's not in Greece, I know, but I was okay. just like thinking about it. I was like, I was just like, no, it's yeah, yeah. They built Babylon to they, literally they, be protected, like to protect the humans, right? And the, how it was set up and everything. And I was like, yo, that's so cool because like you could do whatever you want. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's it's its own thing. You know. You know like, what I would like to know is that when they went from that to like not interacting with humans, like what changed? I want to know that movie. Right. I mean, obviously they were there to keep the humans alive to a certain extent, so they did have to be known, right? Yeah. Until the point where I guess they just don't get known anymore. Like I don't mm. know. It's, it's so weird. Mm. Um, yeah, definitely. The, weird. the stuff that happens in the and the you know, what's it called the ASIC and stuff like that. That was cool. Also, um, a lot a lot of things are cool that explains like some stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just felt like I I wanted more from other characters. I felt like we we got yeah. We just hard focus on so many, and I know it was just a, such a big cast, but that's the like, problem. Man, that's they, the problem. this cast that's should have been half, right? Or they should have been established in something else before, like in other Marvel movies Thank or you. whatever, as bit characters. So, yeah, honestly, anything you else. Could, you could have saved yourself here 
had Marvel you already, had all the time in the world. They had all the time. <laughs> they really did. Yeah, you could have saved yourself, in, in my honest opinion, if you had Icarus already introduced, Kid yeah. Harrington's character already introduced. Yeah, I mean, not uh, even the ones you have to pay a lot. You know, right. don't worry about Samurai. Like, they probably charge too much. The, like, the one for that's them, easiest but, is Kingo, which is Camille Nanjani's character. Wait, with the, with the movies. fucking movies. Like, how do you not use his that? father's father's father? Right, his father. That was a great. That was a great one. <laughs> that was a good yeah, bit. Was a, that was a good bit. Yeah, for sure. It's just like you could have done things, and then you could have focused on other characters here and other relationships. I just, like, I don't know. That's where the movie sucks suffers because I mean, I, it would have been hard to do some of the other ones, you know, like uh, like the kid. Like the kid, yeah, like the kid or the little girl. You know, and I really want to know more about what made the, I forgot his name, the creepy guy, the one who manipulates minds um, or calms them, whatever. Um, I would like to know what he, like, because he he left in their their flashback, the last flashback they were together, so to speak. He went off to, like, no, I'm going to go sue the humans, and he doesn't do that. He doesn't actually apply to the world. He just makes his own little town somewhere. I want to know what happened in between that time. (laughs) Right. Well, well they, like, like he says it. That he says that like every time he tried, it's just like they failed. But when they left them by themselves, or something, they always reverted back to doing something stupid or something. You know, like so. I guess he made his own town. They, yeah, they but, made a know, quick they, reference they, about it. They they, they did a uh, you know cut to little. I mean, we didn't. Need, I didn't want to cut to. I wanted to dissolve. I wanted to see no, some, I know, of, me too, me too. some of that. But that's the promise. This movie, it's just one movie. And it's uh, it, it tried to do way too goddamn much, and then you yeah. add in this whole thing about the origin story, and then the, the like I said, the fanaticism that led to the arguably cooler ending, finding their Superman and Athena finding that beast. Oh, that's another thing. What's up with the beast? As it was getting intelligent, sucking their powers. Way to explain that movie. I didn't know that. Could they do that? Was that established? No, I don't. I don't know. That was nothing that's that made so sense weird. there. They never established. And they're from another it. planet. I'm like, wait, wait. They have their own like, like. Like, you know, gripes with the Eternals, like, specifically? Like, what's going on? I, I didn't know that. It just felt so weird. It was so weird. It was yeah. so weird. Um, yeah, I didn't that, didn't like that stuff. That stuff bothered me, definitely, because I was like, not enough, man. Not enough. Not enough and too much. I agree. Um, yeah, that's why it's like, this is a fantastic failure. Like, it really shot for the stars. Like, it wasn't pulling a lot of things regarding like the integrity of things, the, the whys of, of motivations, the, the grandeur of their timelessness. I really loved how we tried to do all that, but mixing it with the rest of the stuff that Marvel movie requires, unfortunately made it a, a failure too. So, um, what do you, I mean, I, do you want to talk about the stinger thing? People were talking about that too. The what I'm sorry? The stinger. Oh, uh, the, the, the mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We can talk about that. Uh, I don't. There's two of them. I don't remember them. I remember one of them is um. Oh yeah, yeah. The 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 big daddy, the creator, comes in and takes all of the Eternals from that are still on Earth, which includes Cersei. Right before Kit Harrington admits that he's also a superhero, probably. Um, I heard he's the Black Knight. I don't know who that is, but whatever. Um, obviously they would hire Kit Harrington to play a knight, him being from Game of Thrones. Um, right. So there's that, and then there's the other one where the the other Eternals that went off in space um, are greeted by this kid who is like some singer in real in the real world. I don't remember his name anymore. And then uh, Pine Oswald's voice as that little guy. So, what do you think of all this? Is this all just set up for more Eternals, or is it set up for other movies? What do you think? Uh, that's a great question. I think it's set up for other movies, and 
other Eternals. Um, I didn't know if this was like a multiverse kind of thing. It didn't feel like it, but at the same time, there's so much multiverse talk lately that I felt like it should have been. Um, but I know it's not. I, it was just weird how they like approached them. Um, but I think it's I think it's other Eternals and other and other just universes, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever the case is. Um, so that was that was cool. Like other others like that. Right, yeah, man. and th- and then uh, what was the first thing you said? Oh, the uh, Kid Harrington thing, right? Yeah, that was weird because I know nothing about that character. Literally, I could have googled it. I think I someone told me about it. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I someone told me know. too. And I, 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 st- I was like, yeah, I still don't know who that is. So like, cool, good, cool story, I guess. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. So I was like, um, just, just true. So that was there was that one, and uh, I just felt like that was underwhelming. Like I felt like if you got that, like I felt like they should have hinted that character before because that's just like a, such a throwaway character it's and I, I think we made fun of that because i watched it with a friend of the show matt who does our uh, uh top movies of uh, top tv shows of the year with us mm-hmm. um he uh i saw it with him because you know me and him usually watch all marvel movies are all, all marvel movies together um he was he was like i love how we could just grab garbage character c from uh from any of the Marvel you know franchise and uh, well if it's the timeline of what we use because he did something in this background character thing that he needs to do in the movie so in the in the overall plot so fuck it we gotta make a character with them and we just pick this guy and I'm like it feels like that it feels like they just picked random character but it's, mm-hmm. it makes sense for the story because they do need him for whatever the case is it's just so random that. No one knows about them unless you're like that into comics, and yeah. if you're not that into comics, then you're never going to know about that character until yeah. you Google it. For and sure. I was like, right, that's essentially where Marvel is at the moment, unless if they're making something big, like even Moon Knight. Moon Knight is like a B character. Not everybody knows about Moon Knight. I know about Moon Knight. I know the character exists. I know nothing about Moon Knight though. I have no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> right? So we're saying like, there's a big movie coming out for him or a show or whatever. Uh, For example, I not, oh yes, I, I, yeah, I have heard that there's a title of, of a show called Moon Knight. I know right. nothing about the character, right? Right, okay. exactly. See, like I, I know the character and I've seen the character. There's a Moonfall never, coming out in January, right? And I just don't know what the character does. It's like so, like right. I guess yeah. I'm lost. Yeah, I guess. Too. Um, yeah, and all the other thing is that uh, what do you think of the whole Angelina Jolie thing? I mean, far, by the I, way, so she's badass, I, but like badass right I her mental so thing i felt like this was a really weird thing well first of all once they explained the mental thing and once they explained the whole thing with salma hayek what she was doing and then what the eternals were there for and everything else i thought it was super cool i thought it was super cool that she's glitching but in reality she's it's just so much memory you can't you just can't handle it you know and yeah. she's like mentally breaking down which is i mean it's very sad but a cool way to put it you know yeah I like that. um so I, I liked it a lot and i also felt like um but at the end, but I'm not gonna lie. Watching the movie at first, I was butt hurt because it was like you kill Selma Hayek, Selma Hayek, Selma Hayek's character off, you know. And I was like, okay. And then you make Angelina Jolie basically useless, so you don't have to give them screen time. You know what I'm saying? They're like getting rid of all the big name people out of yeah. the way. And if maybe it did, yeah. it did feel like that a little bit, maybe and right. that's where I was like. Okay, I, I wish we had more time with Salma Hayek's character. I wish we had more time with Gilgamesh's character and Thena's character, you know? Like, mm-hmm. their stuff together, like you said earlier. You know, I definitely wish more about Sprite and uh, same thing with Druig and Fa- Faistos. Fast, you know, Faistos, like, I, Faistos is great. 
I wish I, I, I wish I knew more about that. Yeah. You know, but instead we get Icarus and Cersei barely and like, oh, okay. You know, like it just felt like just underplayed. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, yeah, interesting movie, but uh, we just wanted more. Um, so that's Eternals. I think that's all we have for it. Um, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to review our second film of the evening, which is Spencer, currently in theaters as well. Check that out and stay with us. Yesterday, you arrived after the Queen. I got lost. Oh, how could you get lost? You've lived over the hill for years. It looks different now. Everything looks different. You sure you went late yesterday because you were delayed by someone? Why would you think I got delayed by someone? Oh, come on, come on. They are circling us. Didn't you know? Don't you read? It seems they're circling just me. Not you. Just me. The thing is, Diana, there has to be two of you. You know, there's, there's two of me, there's two of father, two of everyone. During her Christmas holidays with the royal family at the Sandringham Estate in Norfolk, England, Diana Spencer, struggling with mental health problems, decides to end her decade-long marriage to Prince Charles. This is Spencer, starring Kristen Stewart as Prince Diana, Timothy Spall, Jack Nealon, Freddie Spry, Jack Farthing, Sean Harris, the Ver- <laughs> Sean Harris, I love him, Stella Gunnett, Richard Samuel, Samuel, Elizabeth Barrington, Amy Manson, Sally Hawkins, for sure should be mentioned, a um, bunch of people, James Harkness, I remember him, a lot of people in this movie, big ensemble, obviously they're all, except for Kristen Stewart, I think, maybe, is she British? I hope not, I don't think so, is she? Who? Kristen Stewart, I don't think so, right? She's American. Not to my knowledge. Because these are all like, um, it's a British heavy cast, bro. Um, anyway, oh. this is uh, the latest uh, by writer. Born in LA. Born in LA, okay. She's the latest by writer uh, Stephen Knight, great screenwriter, and also a pretty great director, Pablo, Pablo Larrain, who is a uh, Chile. I think he's, I need to double check. Yeah, he's a Chilean filmmaker. He's recently, he did movies. Uh, the, the other two movies I've seen of his is a movie called No. Uh, which is uh, the campaign, um, the political campaign against uh, Pinochet, I think, who was a Chilean dictator. Um, and then he also did a movie with Natalie Portman called Jackie. Uh, have you seen Jackie, Raf? Uh Yes, I did see Jackie. Hmm. I liked it a lot. Right. Yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty horrifying, <laughs> surprisingly, anyway. Yes. So in this one, he's doing it again, essentially. He's taking another... Uh, you know, I don't want to say American because it's been, you know, obviously it's uh, Princess Diana is British, but like worldwide, yeah, female, you know, uh, icon, and yeah. like you know, taking them at ideally the worst times of their lives. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess that's what we're showing them in their in their worst mental state. Of the worst circumstance in their lives, uh, uh, you know, like combined, you know, uh, other than the probably the car accident that killed Princess Diana, I would say that um, this weekend, that uh, this ho- this holiday vacation is not very good. Um, so he's very good, like Jackie, you know, making making us feel 
claustrophobic, making us completely seem in one person's head at all times, their headspace, their mental acuity, their their fears, their anxieties are all portrayed very well in that movie, as well as this movie, Spencer. He's very good at, um, you know, like really whittling everything down, you know, and making something as as silly maybe as something like, um, you know, ma'am, you need to eat something. It seemed like a like a horror experience. <laughs> um, yeah, you know where you can feel alone, surrounded by a group of people. You know, Paolo Reigns got you with that. Um, so he's really good at that stuff. Anyway, so Spencer, um, I'm going to start off by saying that I really did enjoy this movie as I probably expected it. I will because I had seen Jackie and no, um, knowing the director's, you know, penchants for, for the horrifying. Um, he really does make a horror movie out of this weekend. Um, and, um, that's funny. Yeah. And obviously like, you know, not to say that we know what princess Diana was going through. Obviously we can never know. We can never ask her either. Um, things like that. As many books as you can write about it, you never know for sure. Um, but I really, really, really enjoyed, and by enjoy, I mean was really uncomfortable and horrified by it, uh, this movie, Spencer. And I'm so glad that the movie told me at some point what Spencer meant because I did not know. I, I didn't know Diana, uh, Princess Diana's name was Spencer. You know, like her birth name. You know, like I didn't know that. <laughs> I don't know that much about her at all, really. I mean, she she came and went in the 90s, and I, I was a kid. I didn't care back then, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, I 100% agree with you. That's right. Yeah. I can't wait for um for Pavel Lorraine to do a Monica Lewinsky movie. <laughs> 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 I, I'm joking, but also, like, he could fucking do it. He could he really probably do it. could, yeah. I'm telling you, he could do a Lewinsky. I mean, he's got the 90s down <laughs> flat. The, uh, I was really blown away by the 90s style and fashion. I know it's like high-end British version of it, but it all felt very 90s in that castle. Yeah. Oh, my God. The suits felt 90s. Everything felt 90s. Kudos on the wardrobe on that one. I really liked all of her outfits, even though she hated all of them, uh, specific, specifically in the order that she was gonna, she was going to wear them. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. That felt so boring. <laughs> right. Um, but I love this movie because it really, like... I don't want to say it makes you empathize with the, any kind of royal because that's like point oh 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 a thousand years later, point one percent of the population. But like, it really makes you. It does make you feel for it though, because um, and I'm not saying just for her. I mean, you definitely feel for her. You have to feel for her if you're watching this movie. There's no way you don't feel for her a hundred percent. Right. But like, beyond that, is that this movie is also kind of like a a method film. It's a it's a process story of maybe what, a little window into what it was like or what it still is like to be in this kind of scenario, right? To be born into one of the richest, if not the richest family, the, the ageless, the ageless family of our, of our time, you know, from, from this one great country. Right. Um, and this movie does a good job of, of showing that and without even making a big fuss out of it either, you know, just through, just through what Diana is expected to do, what she's expected to be, even, uh, a very sane and happy or happy-go-lucky Diana would have to would 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 scoff and probably sour at a lot of this. Yeah, the stuff that she has to do 
per tradition, per rules, per orders brought down by her husband or her husband's mother, you know, and um, or just the servants, like the servants are, they feels like a, you know, there's a lot of stuff with servants in this movie. You know, the wardrobe guy, the the, the guy who holds the house, the the, the groundskeeper, all yeah. this stuff. Like they feel like they're telling her what to do. It's not like it's not like they feel like they get told what to do. I'm sure they do, and they do get told that. But like by other servers, though, it's not like it's it's like they command Diana. Diana does not command them. It's very weird. It is very weird. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a bizarre movie. It's almost plotless. The movie takes place over three days. And it has a very limited time frame, of course, window. And it just focuses on just her mood and her sensibility and her mental acuity, declining or inclining, whatever it is. And um, it's really a, a trip. You know, it's a real trip. So hard to spoil, but there is a spoiler section. But, Ralph, what did you think of this movie? Uh, well, I, um, I quite enjoy this movie. Um, I get so I remember I texted you I think uh, during the movie uh, and rooted me <laughs> because uh, I got yeah. to the movie late um, yeah. and I was like fuck I missed something I think I missed something. I'm pretty sure it was like maybe a minute of the intro and you did it was just her driving yeah so I saw her driving and he lost stuff so I was like okay I just and I actually thought I was in the wrong movie theater because <laughs> well, my, movie theater the was, car? Well, my movie theater was packed. <laughs> Oh, really? Was it for Spencer? It, it wasn't. It wasn't like pack pack, like. But every row had, I would say, at least five people. Oh wow! I know that. So like five to seven people, like everybody. And my, obviously, my theater was very small, so I had like one of the smaller ones, except for the last row. The last row was the only the last the first two rows, you know, because nobody likes us that close. And the very last row was empty, which is where I sat. No, that's actually kind of, I, mine was almost empty. I had like four people. Yeah, no, mine had a lot of people. And obviously, I was probably the youngest person there, too. Yeah. Um, which sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Um, I could be wrong. There could have been some other younger people. I wasn't paying attention to their faces. Um, anyways, that being said, I, uh, yeah, I, I kind of dug this movie, and uh, there's a couple scenes that I think Christmas Stewart knocks it out of the park. Um, acting's phenomenal in this movie, um, and that's just by her, but obviously she is just 97, 98% of the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's just, uh, which makes sense. Uh, also, same thing, Spencer. I never knew that was her last name. Cool. Mm-hmm. Actually, I didn't even know this is exactly what happens. What what is this? What happens in the aftermath of this after this this uh, Christmas holiday? You know, um, and very much like you said, it's uh, with the whole thing about the how the mate, how the, the helper, that's a help, the staff um, does feel like they tell her what to do, and it's um, there's a lot of stuff going on in this movie, and uh, it's like seeing her break. Mentally, it's kind of fucked up, um, and it's uh, you see why you see like the pressure and all the things that she has to go through, and it's it's just crazy, um, and it's uh, it's an interesting take, and there's a lot of cool visual th- things that the movie does that I really appreciate. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's called, uh, especially just like how she takes things or how she how we're trying to experience it through her perspective or through her mind. Yeah. Um, and things like that. There's a lot of flashbacks. There's a lot of um, things like just little things that pop up. 
that are pretty cool. At first, it's kind of annoying, but it's once you start getting to know that you're kind of like in her mind, it makes more sense. Um, and I think it's uh, I think it's well done. Um, I thought it was a really cool movie. I, I actually was really looking forward. I was um, really looking forward to something. I think it was meant to say is more like I was. Uh, I was very enthralled with the movie, and then once the movie was over, I was like, "Oh, okay." I knew the movie was about to wrap up, but I was like, "Wow, that's yeah." I was like, "What the fuck, crazy. mindfuck?" Right there. Yeah, well, not yeah, mindfuck. It was very much mindfuck. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a trip. It's a trip. The movie's a trip. It's for sure. Like it, it, it really is. You in, and you're like, it doesn't stop until the movie ends. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's crazy because like it's just. I don't know. It's really good. And like, there's a couple scenes in the movie where uh, Chris Stewart, I think, does a phenomenal job. Where the the, the the angle of the camera, the lighting, everything that's going on, and yeah. I fucking swear to God, it looks just like her. Dude, I swear to God, I swear to yes, fucking God, it looks too. just like Thank her. You. And uh, especially when she does that one scene when she's crying, um, ah, like just looks just like it. It's just just like her. which one is like seven of them? Okay. Uh, the one where she's like bawling, <laughs> out and out crying. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um. Uh. Yeah. Let's get into spoilers. I mean, just for the hell of it. I mean, I think I'm not going to spoil history here, but whatever. Yeah. Um. Spoilers for Spencer, starting right now. It's the real one, and the one they take pictures of. You have to be able to make your body do things you hate. That you hate. Yes. For the good of the country. The country? Yes, the people. Because they don't want us to be people. I'm sorry, I thought you... And I want to start by saying that um, every time she talked to herself or really talked to inanimate objects, um, I was like, I kind of do that. Am I fucking, am I nuts? Um, I do that all the time, by the way. Yeah. I don't really, I don't do it the way she does it, granted. And I'm not saying that because she's doing it, she's fucking nuts and then therefore I'm not or I am. Or, I'm not saying that for sure. I'm not, being, yeah. I'm not trying to be glib, but I do the exact same thing. And I did feel like the movie's calling out to me a little bit. Calling out on my shit a little bit. It just felt like, are you, what are you doing, movie? Uh, you're exposing me here. What are you doing, movie? Uh-huh. And, I was, and, I, and I was talking to the movie when I said that, and I was like, oh, sure. I'm doing it again. Um, but I've done that before. <laughs> and the way she does it, obviously, is more, I don't want to say uh, sorrowful, but it's more, um, it feels more problematic um, in the moment when she's doing it because she is grasping for dear life to like, you know, it's not like she wants to blow up, but, and that's it's not like she's trying to stop herself. I mean, she d- does many times in the moment when asked or with people, she tr- like, tries to drive it to like, not go that far. Like she's trying to not overreact or react at all, but like, she is just trying to like find something that could be happy with. Right. And not even saying with this place, but with just her, like, with her brain, like, with her thinking, like, it doesn't, it's not there. Not yeah. Something is not allowing her to 
I don't want to say have fun because that sounds glib also, but I'm saying like something is just not accepting to her. Everything's arresting. Everything is bad. Every, you know, the, the moments, the few wonderful moments we get from her is with her kids, you know, and how she kind of like devolves to being like a bigger sister almost, like, you know, running with the kids instead, you yeah. know. Uh, almost like it's an escape. You, you know, use the kids to escape. Yeah, I, I also think it's also like um, keeping their childhood. You know. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, for sure. You know, that's what the hunting thing. Yeah. No, yeah, of course. No, that is what the hunting thing. But I think it's yeah. also like it's it's so important because obviously her favorite parts in her life are her childhood. You know. Yeah. Hence, and, the, going back to that dilapidated house, I really thought <sighs> the, the fucking stairs were going to crumble on her. Oh my god, that was a great scene. Um, but yeah, I just. <sighs> I do think, though, that it's it's she's doing a double sword, like you said, playing that big sister role and having fun with her kids. But at the same time, I think it's it's her just just keeping them. It's like giving them these precious memories. It's almost like that. Uh, what's it, those core memories? You know, like that, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Her island of stability is going down. Very much. <laughs> trying so, to yes. keep these other memory yeah, yeah. memory islands up. Yeah. It's Inside Out, folks. Watch it. Inside Out. That's fucking good movie. Such a good movie. Um, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I agree. I agree for sure. And it's it's a combination of things too. Like it's both escapism and also like trying to keep her kids like not fall with the same problems, you know. And it, it all begins with the, you know, the first big traditional like slap to the face is the the whole getting weighed on that chair. Yeah. I was like, what is this contraption? And they're weighing people. I'm like, oh, they're weighing. Okay, what is that going to do? And it's supposedly, you're supposed to add, how many pounds was it? Two? Three pounds. Three, three pounds. Three you're pounds. supposed to add three pounds because, because based on tradition from 100 years ago, yeah. the more weight you add on, the more happier you were in this place that you're being, um, this place that you're uh, visiting. You yeah. know, it's a great hospitality to gain weight. Because that means you appreciated your hosts. And I'm like, what the fucking hell is that? I'm not saying she should eat nothing or throw it up. I'm just saying, why does this But it's, you know, I I get it. It makes sense, like, if you thought about it back in the day where they had... Yeah, like, back in the day when you burped out loud in a dining room hall, it was considered an act of, like, satisfaction. Right. We love you. I love your wine so much, bro. I'm burping to show you my approval. Nowadays, there's no way, but... No, of course, of course. No, no. But I, that's what I'm saying. I do, I do get where, but it is an old tradition. And I mean, even as simple as that, where everyone gets weighed, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not just her. She feels like she's getting picked on, you know? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have some. Yeah. yeah. It does feel that way. I don't know how much of it is, is true in the movie itself. I'm not saying in reality. Sure. In the movie. But uh, I feel like the movie sometimes makes me want to th- go that way and think, like, are they really picking on her in this case? Or are they. Yeah. Really trying to minimize this problem. Well, how much do they? Because it seems like okay, um, Diana is beholden to the rules, the same as everyone else there, from the queen on down. Um, obviously, except that they're okay and they're used to it. And by they're okay, I meaning like it feels like they're okay, not because they are better people. I think it's because the traditions and all the rules, all the the weight of everything going on in her life. Correct. In the royal life, let's say. Um, it's stifling her. Yeah. It's completely stifling her and doesn't make her, it makes her just different. doesn't make her any lesser. I, I think the whole point is that uh, Diana really can, should not be in this scenario. She should not be in this environment. This is a toxic environment. It's like we're going to work knowing and knowing you're going to hate it. You get there, you hate it, you leave, you hate it. Like, it's like not a good 
not a good mental state at all. Yeah. And no. uh, and she obviously has been going through this. This is why she drives on her own. That's why she wants to drive there on her own with the with the with the roof down in Christmas. It's fucking cold out, but that's as freeing as she gets. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. A lot of those. Everything in this really movie, uh, everything in this movie is kind of told, and uh, our, our I don't want to say research does so not the right word, are backed up by all the little things that people do around her and what she does around them. Like the very fact that we first see her driving by herself with the roadmap getting lost and you know leading to all the stuff that she doesn't want to do and how she violently reacts to it sometimes. It says everything you need to know about what she detests about all this, and it makes sense. I wouldn't want to go through that. I would. I can see myself completely not the same as her, but I can see myself like probably like a bunch of people in that dining room hall, um, not want to be there, not wanting to do this, not wanting to wear this horrible thing, not wanting to eat this in the, this order. I want to eat the, the goddamn cupcake first, or whatever, yeah. you know. To every little thing from the length of your toenails, whatever, you know, all that stuff is really regulated, and um, it's fucked up. And it is from centuries of tradition that somehow we're allowing this to happen. <laughs> But um, although I would say, though, when I saw the corgis, the first thing I said was fucking corgis. You know, what's funny. Um, I saw the corgis and uh, I said very, something very similar. And then I was and then I thought about 101 Dalmatians, the, sh- the, the show, because uh, my son watched it yeah. 36,000 times. And um, and I was like, oh, that's right. The, the royal family has royal corgis. <laughs> and I knew and I knew this as a fact. A long mm-hmm. time ago, for no reason. Well, did, uh, she adds one like not every year, is it? But it's like every something, right? I yeah, I like not tell you. Yeah, I don't know. and then I also forgot that there's a there's a, the the day after Christmas is called Boxing Day. I always forget about that. Yeah, so <laughs> no lie, this is how un-British I am. When I saw the title card say Boxing Day, I thought we skipped time. I didn't know oh. it was the very next day. I mean, I've got no, I that I, you know where I remember that, 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 that from. I think I remember that from. Uh, uh, I forgot what movie. I had another movie that did that also. And I was like, Boxing Day? The fuck? Who's fighting? And I was like, right. uh, You know, I was just like, my brain is like, I'm not British at all. Like, obviously, it was on, so. Right. I was, it threw me off. I, I did not know that was what they called the day after Christmas. Um, I didn't know that it was the day. Uh, just the 26th. Who cares? But, um, Boxing Day, yeah. It took me a minute, but then I laughed to myself in the movie theater. Um, yeah, and uh, man, but Chris, Kristen Stewart really nails her when she's talking to herself. Like you said, like some of those looks when she's like half-turned, she looks just like her. Yeah, she The fucking does. silhouette thing, you know, the, the outline of her face, it's just exactly like her. Mm-hmm. And the hair is so perfectly done. Uh, like, yes. I do remember a lot of Diana footage, especially around her death, because it did a lot of retrospectives. I, they then. did, yeah. So many. Raf and I caught a few by accident, and we still, you know, we still don't know too much. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. So we, I know her, her visage. Well, what's crazy yeah. is that I didn't know that she ended up. I didn't know that she ended the marriage with Prince Charles because she doesn't die much after this, right? She does pretty uh, soon. I mean, pretty I could look. At, I could really look it up, but I don't remember. Yeah, I just can't remember. I just like I, that's where I'm like lost in the history. But it doesn't. It's not so. A, I know that she has a boyfriend when she dies. She yeah. has a completely different boyfriend, so it must be true. Yeah, um, no, I know it's true. It's just I don't yeah. know how much time has passed. Right, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. What What's crazy is that um, it's like she, 
the amount of suffering she goes through, and it's like at first you think that oh she's bulimic, like you fall into the trap. I think the movie does a great job where you fall into the traps of like not really traps, but like um, this is what everyone says about her, right? She's bulimic. She's this. She's that. Um, and you kind of do see that. And then as you get to know more about her, you're like, oh, well, no, she's just troubled. And she probably has ulcers from the amount of fucking stress that she has to deal with, with this fucking family. And no one wants to take, you know, and it, it is very much she's talked down to at all times. I mm-hmm. feel like everyone treats her like a child, but she's an adult. And there's a lot of things going on in the movie. I think the one who treats her the most adult, like, and says, like, six words to her is the queen. <laughs> like, yeah, probably. Um, it says just like, you know, that one thing with the cur- about currency, right? Yes. Um, which is like, I mean, it's just super brutal facts. But, you know, British people are very dry. Dry is the least way of saying it, you know, but um, they're, they're their own peoples for sure. Um, and how they speak and how they speak to each other. <laughs> it's stiff. And, oh, it's, it's very much like. It's reason to call know, it stiff upper lip, you know. Oh, yes. That's a very good term for that. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like. Um, I feel like she was like too, too, uh, she was born in a different era. She needed to be like in our times right now. Um, yeah, I mean, but I mean, those shows are so, I mean, that's the whole, I mean, the whole thing, you know, her, is it her kid that's, that made the news nowadays, right? Must be, um, one of her kids married, uh, the actress. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It has right. to be that, right? Yes, yes. And it makes sense why he would endorse such a controversial, anti-traditional thing he did and yeah. opt out from the royal family. It makes more sense now. Yeah. Like, that stuff really fits nice, so, it, too nicely, it really actually. Too nicely, yeah. I to, know, it's crazy. Today's news, yeah. Yeah. But that's something that I just feel like maybe 10 years more, and she probably would have been better off. I don't know. It's, weird. Mm-hmm. it's a really weird situation. But... Yeah. Um, it's a crummy one too, because like you don't really know anything about her as you get to know her in the movie, yeah. um, which is you know. So, and I do love the yeah. signs though that are ever, like in that kitchen because like it's really oh, weird. Yeah. This is where I was lost in the movie. Yeah, when the like, military convoy came in with those, I'm like, are they going to? Sh- oh, are these oh, all grenades? Oh, okay, no, so like, like, okay, so this is where I'm lost. This is where I walk away. Yeah. For, I literally walked away from my, th- my my theater because I was like, am I in the right fucking theater? Because I'm like. I'm like, Spencer's not an actor movie. Right. So I see like this military convoy going to this complex and I go, am I in a war movie? Right. And then I'm like, <laughs> okay, no, they're taking picnic things. And I was like, okay. And then I'm like watching it. And it's like, be uh, be careful what you say. Ever they can hear you. And I'm like, what, like, what the fuck is this? Like, it's so weird. You know? And I'm like, huh? And I'm like, okay. And then as the movie, then I finally see Kristen Stewart, and I was like, "Oh, okay, fucking Christ!" I go, "I'm in, I'm in the right theater." I was like, "I, I just didn't know what was going on. I was so lost." Yeah, I was like, "Holy shit!" And it is true. Uh, I think Darren, Darren is my favorite side character, uh, which is Sean Harris' character, the, mm-hmm. the chef. Sure. Yeah. Oh man, and those are some of the times where you don't see uh, what's it called, them, uh, Kristen Stewart. Um, sure. And it's like those little moments where he's like command presence, but he's also like, he's like one of those, he's obviously hired, you know, to do a job. He's a chef, but he's, he's probably like one of the few, yeah, dutiful, very much so. But he's also like, he's in her corner, 
you know yeah. like he's rooting for her and he's trying to help her as much as he can but like he has to he has to it's, he's on a balance beam you know and he's just can't make a slip of like i can't tell you what to, you know like you this, these are things that you have to do on your own it's you're in a shitty situation but you have to figure it out you know like you you have to do it i can't tell you what to do because i'm i'm nobody besides the shop you know i can tell everybody else that works for me what to do i can't yeah. tell you what to do <laughs> like, yeah 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 know? no i got I, I really understood that when yeah. he was talking to her Right, because he goes far above and beyond compared to everyone else, because he gives her the wire cutters, things like that. Right, right, exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, no, the true, the true horrifying, the true thing that makes it a horror movie. Um, I think uh, uh, for Diana in the film, as well as for us watching her, um, is her connection with the um, uh, the Boylan. I forgot her name. Oh, oh Anne Boleyn. Anne Boleyn. Yeah. I, I forgot how to pronounce it. Anne Boleyn. Because um, she's worried that her actions are going to cause her to get executed, and that's a fucking crazy story too. Because she yes. says it, you know, about Anne Boleyn. Anne Boleyn's husband, uh, King Charles the Third, had an affair. Had an affair, and uh, King Charles the Third blamed her for having an affair, and then mm -hmm. ended up having her killed. Mm -hmm. And it turned out that he was the one having the affair, and she never was. That and is like, the sword of Damocles hanging over her life, I, right? Basically, and you're like the fuck, and you're like uh, this is happening to me. Uh, no, thank you. And you're like, the yeah, fuck? it's why she wants to get out of the castle so bad all the time. Yes, yes. Like it really goes, it really it fuels every single neurosis and uh, anxiety, every single thing. Yeah. It's everything way worse. I mean, but I'll tell you something. What's his name? What's his name? The character, uh, uh, Major Alistair Gregory, uh, Timothy Small's character, mm -hmm. fucking creepy. Like <laughs> he just appears. He just appears. He you know, it, and he doesn't really surprise us because uh, the camera is like looking behind Diana. Right, right. And right. he would just walk into frame. I'm like, bitch, make a noise. Make right. a noise. There's nothing, and it's they crazy for, for a place where everyone hears everything. This motherfucker don't make a, a single sound. A single sound. And he's everywhere. He has eyes everywhere. He's like the British version everywhere. of um, the uh, the the spider. What do you from Game of Thrones? The uh, uh, the whispers, King of Whispers. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Okay, the eunuch. Right? The eunuch. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like that. I can't you know? think of his name. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, very much so. Uh, he. What's funny is that she wants to eat, obviously. She's famished. And there's that one scene where it's late at night and she... Mm -hmm. By the way, that's the fucking cleanest pantry or dessert pantry. Whatever the fuck it's called. I don't know, what that, I don't know what that room is called, but I want one in my life. Yeah, um, me too. And like, <laughs> she walks in. It's, everything is like you're in a bakery. And you're like, oh, I'll just have a little bit of this. Have a little bit of that. Did you say leftover foods here? Everything's like set perfectly. And you're like, this is great. It's a walk-in <laughs> freezer, walk-in yeah. cooler, or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. And then the guy pops out of nowhere. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, and she's just trying to like, well, these are the moments that I can enjoy. And obviously, I'm obviously hungry. And she says it, I think, twice in the movie that uh, she likes fast food. And she's like, likes yeah. to eat at fast food. Like, she, she, she likes to eat. It's just that the amount of stress that she's under, she just can't can't even keep anything inside of her you know you know and also coupled with the with the added on you know probably regular stress a lot of people probably feel when it comes to like having your meals prepared and so finely slaved over by someone else when you don't feel like you deserve it or they shouldn't do it for you okay you yeah. know all that combined oh, that with one it. scene mm. where uh fucking uh charles uh jack farthing <laughs> 
Yeah, fucking tells him like, uh, you know, how about uh, give show some respect to the hen who gave you the chick the eggs for the fucking whatever that gave you the meat and the cheese and the goat. And I'm like, shut the fuck up! Like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, are you actually telling her that your fucking wife? You're fucking seriously saying that to her? Like you're unfucking real. Like you're in a different. You're you don't exist in this world. Like you're you're a comic book villain. Like are you kidding me? Yeah. Like no. and I was just like the unreal. That's like like how do you fucking? It's just so like that that scene like makes you want to punch him in the face. You know. Yeah. Um. And at the same time, like you feel everything for her. Like and you wonder why she's like that. Like you don't want you don't need to like fucking with comments like that. Jesus Christ. Hundred percent. So, yeah. 100%. Now, what about the uh, Sally Hawkins character? The Taylor. I thought that was a weird one. Um, yeah. I, I didn't know what to think of her. Um, besides this, uh, I guess, life jacket, I guess, or life preserver, almost, mm-hmm. for her. And as she's ever drowning. Um, that's, yeah. that's, that's about what I would put her for. Um, I think it's more like... Uh, I. I guess it's just like talking to a friend. I mean, it was it was a it was a cool character overall. I didn't if that's what happened happened. I guess historically, I, that's a weird one about the love thing. Um, I didn't really care for that. I, I thought, yeah, I'm leaning probably to you also. Like, I, I don't think know you could what... probably cut off that scene that they were playing around on the beach, being playful. Besides right. the fact that it just shows that she can be human too, you know. Um, yeah, <laughs> and like she looks like she wants to open up and just kind of like live her life, you know, be yeah. free. That's about it. But, I mean, I could do without that, to be honest with you. Yeah, I felt similar. I didn't know what to think about it. It didn't seem like, with, you know, with the kids being there, I thought that that was enough for me to get that, what she was trying to do. Right. Or wanting to do with her life, get out, and things like that. Um, that We didn't need it. But, I, you know, I think it goes along with, uh, you know, if we see an article like later on or, or today, because the movie's out today, or it's out now, um, if we see an article or a book about all the... The, the the many many details this movie gets right about all those traditions and the the clothing and the meticulous uh, I don't know everything the the servers the way they act and all the stuff if they you know they and if it's all true and if it's based on a real weekend then maybe this really happened um, and they probably just want to keep it as close as possible but yeah I mean I like Sally Hawkins don't get me wrong I've always loved that actress but again I don't know really what I'm supposed to take from it so I feel the same way yeah. Um, but that's basically all I have on Spencer. I mean, oh, I should say one more thing. Uh, for the ending, um, you know, it was all one horrible ride until um, they really get out. They get out and um, and the top goes down. Like the movie starts to slowly like exhale. You know, uh-huh. you let the breath that she's been holding in the whole time. Yes. And then when yeah. so by the time it ends, you're breathing normal again. This movie actually gives you like a moment to get there. It doesn't just end on bad. I, I would say so. Too. Yeah, I think the moment you in. see you're in you're in London, you feel like the noise, everything comes back. The world is moving. You're not stuck. You know, like the world is vibrant again. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. KFC is in the picture now, um, yeah. right. which is like the funniest thing ever. Because I'm like, you you just got catered to a probably thousand dollars worth of meals, you know, or food mm-hmm. like that you probably no other person would ever have in their life and i'm gonna go over to drive through a kfc right um yeah that's that's funny and then no one 
that's just like it's so calm that no one even recognizes her in public. Well, yeah, with the hat, I guess, and with the it, hat, it, it oh, the bustling crowd, right? Sense. Exactly, it's just so funny. Like, you know. yeah. yeah, it works. I mean, probably hard to get away with today, maybe. Um, world renowned and all that, but yeah, you could tweet about it and instantly have people come over. <laughs> anyway, that's our review of Spencer. Um, still in theaters right now. We both endorse it. Um, we're going to take a break here. When we come back, we're going to review our third film of the evening, a fucked up movie, I apologize in advance, called Titan. Alexia suffers a terrible skull injury and has a titanium plate fitted into her head. When she gets out of the hospital, she rejects her parents and embraces person passionately the car that almost killed her. The coming years has problems with their sexuality and meets Vincent, a tortured man who tries to preserve his strength by injecting steroids into his aging body. Will they find a way to deal with their emotional problems? I don't know, but this is Titan. Uh, which is French for Titan, like titanium, not like, no, I'm sorry, titanium, not Titan, um, French for titanium, the, the metal, the alloy, the whatever. Um, and this is uh, probably up there with uh, the strangest movies, you know, we are reviewing this year. I would say so. <clears throat> this is... Uh, a critically roughly revered, I would say. I would say overall, it's been dying. You know, a lot of people have talked about it. Uh, written and directed by um, Julia Ducourneau, French director and writer. Uh, also has other co-writers um, whose names look even harder to pronounce. Um, and it stars Vincent London, Agatha Roussel, Roussel, maybe, uh, Gérard Marier, and then others. I don't recognize any of them, actually. I think Vincent Linden... Not London. Linden. Um, looks a little familiar. I've probably seen him in stuff. He's probably uh, a huge star in France. And uh, But either way, this is the the latest by Julia Ducarno, who she's uh, famous for me anyway, and for others as well, uh, for uh, her first... This is her second film. But her first film she did was called a Raw, R-A-W, um, which really knocked it out of the park for me. Correct. I love that movie. Love it. And it's on Netflix if you're interested. But anyway, um, and I want you know, Patrick, well, I really wanted to see your next one. So here we are, Titan. Now I'm going to start with this one, I guess, but it's going to be hard to navigate this water. So I was just going to say, so um, my thoughts are on the movie, impression wise, is that uh, it was fucking weird, and I think um, as far as movies that are. Of this nature, it's hard to um, 
it's hard to see it that it is meant for me people like my like myself um, to understand at least right away. I feel like I understand a lot of things in it, but not everything. Um, or maybe not even maybe not even a lot, but like half, you know. And um, and also like I think the movie is, you know, very. Um, like you have to find it's wavelength. It's wavelength, and I don't think the movie really is meant to be taken so plot heavy. It's meant to be taken so literally. It's meant to be taken even so metaphorically. Sometimes I think you're supposed to kind of run with it, and uh, the movie kind of forces you to run with it. And uh, a lot of people could have a lot of strife for that. I overall didn't, but sometimes I did. Um, that being said, obviously I don't think this movie hit is is quite the home run that Raw was for me, but. I really did enjoy it, and by enjoy it, I mean I enjoyed the ride, and I didn't know where the fuck I was heading to at any given point, actually. Um, it's like once you think you have the movie down, it really goes somewhere else, um, or it goes deeper into this other thing that you didn't anticipate from the same scene. Um, but yeah, it's a crazy, crazy fucking movie, and it has a lot of, uh, I would say, very good acting. I don't know. With this 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 Agatha Roussel actress, I don't know what the hell, but uh, she went through a lot in this movie. So, what did you? Uh, what, what about you? What do you think? Yeah, um, crazy or effing weird is a hundred percent correct in this movie. Um, first impressions, anyway. Um, it's I the beginning is really interesting, and then where it goes from there is really weird. And then where it continues to go from there is even weirder. Um, so I'm very... Uh, I think the movie loses me a couple times. Uh, I was trying to just kind of like... I was trying not to read so much into it, but at the same time, just kind of like enjoy it. You know, like watch the movie. I swear I turned around maybe for like a second, and then I was like, did I miss something? Like I felt like I was lost, like just completely. Like if I just walked into the movie theater, you know? Mm-hmm. 55 minutes in and I'm like what is going on in this movie you know and I was like there can't be like that can't be like that it can't be like you know but it but it is um some in some aspects yeah. um and then uh yeah like there's a lot of stuff going on metaphorically but it's not meant I that's I don't know there's a lot of stuff going on with her herself that's really freaking weird and um how do we explain that and then, once we introduce the character, um, what's his name? I forgot the name. I have it everything in here, too. Oh, I don't remember. Vincent. Yeah. Um, once we introduce Vincent and everything, and seeing this, it's um, interesting, to say the least. Um, all that stuff that goes on. And um, it is like two messed up people helping each other get through the world in a weird way. And I didn't get that message from the movie. Um, it's like almost they need each other, you know? Yeah. Um, what's it called? It's the, it's, it's hard to not get that, you know? Like, I think it's, if you didn't get that from the movie, you weren't watching the movie, I, I would say. Um, but yeah, it's a, definitely one of those, like, I, I mean, it's out there. I'll tell you that. Um, and her, her acting, uh, Agatha Rousseau, I would say, yeah, it's really, it's, I mean, the director asked her of things, and she fucking said she fucking did it, I'll tell you that. Uh, she, went, she went all out, especially some of those scenes. Um, uh, and her dancing's pretty good. 
Yeah, I mean the movie really opens. It opens with um, with uh, her being annoyance to her father, who clearly regrets having children. Um, You're right, but at the same time, that's like you shouldn't have gotten that mad. You know, like kids act like that all the time. Um, well, I'm saying he regrets having children. I'm not saying that other people like you might be annoyed by that too. But it's not like you'll regret your life, you know. He looks oh, like no. he's regretting his life. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, hundred percent. I, I do agree with what you're saying. Pa- pa- love for your kids is not automatic. It's uh, some people just don't have it, and they don't want to have it. You know. Um, and by love, I don't mean that kind of you know whatever. It's, it's I know what you mean. Um, and uh, from that from that scene, you know, you get a you get this really really badass kind of like, I would say like. I really, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I really did enjoy the first half a lot more than the second yeah, half. I would say so. I mean, it's um, a more enjoyable. It's a right. more, uh, you know, it's yeah, normal guess, movie. And I, yeah, I, I wouldn't even say no. Uh, yeah, I, I guess say normal. normal, but like, I guess yeah. more things that we, me, and you are used to, or the public, right? But also, like, part of her thing, and I'm basing this on Raw as well, is that she is very good at you know tilting things around and. <laughs> putting like emotions that normally you don't think about or feel in a movie uh, up to your face, usually with blood on it. So this movie, I guess is no different. Um, and the only, it's only different in the sense that it's just different emotions, different types of things uh, than, than raw. Um, and I'd be curious, I'd be in the spoilers. I want to explore what this movie is really talking about, but um, anyway, we, from that opening and we get the titanium thing and then she hugs and kisses the car I was like, what does that mean? Um, I'm like, I'm like, it, does she enjoy that she thinks she has like a a, 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 um, a metal head now? She can do whatever. I don't know. It was very, it was really funny. It, it was yeah. like, it was like a she was in love with the car for not letting her die. Right. That, or, yeah, yeah. I also thought that too. Yeah. It was like that's what I took out of that because it was like it was either that or you know she was like that just much closer to the car and then obviously the next scene continues that you know yes that's right um let's see yeah yeah and then uh and then we get this really i mean clearly like almost a music video like this crazy like passion driven like almost like a, a sex scene with a car which he's dancing uh in this group of people i guess she's like a model and, and famous enough to have people want her autograph and things like that. I'm like, what is this underground thing going on? Is this like, maybe this is super normal and I just don't go, get out much, which I understand. I don't really want to get out anymore. But um, um, maybe this is super normal. I know I've seen like models for cars and, and, and car shows, but I've never seen them like this. And uh, she's basically fucking the car in front of everyone. And, um, and she literally fucks a car too. And then, I mean, right. this is the, I mean, there's never been, I mean, this, there's kind of never been supernatural elements in her stuff, but there's almost been there. Like she's really danced really close to supernatural stuff. And this is definitely supernatural because uh, basically she becomes impregnated by the car. Right. Right. And this is all like, um, this, uh, that's the last spoiler I'll give. And it's not really a spoiler. It's, that's 20 minutes in. And, um, you know, she starts getting the, the, the pain, so to speak. Right. Like, um, and the movie isn't about this though. It's a big part of it, but it isn't about this either. And it's because uh, she also has like these, I don't want to say temper tantrums, but something like that. And she 
kills people, sometimes accidentally, sometimes not. And uh, sometimes in self-defense, but uh, one time in self-defense. And even that, I wouldn't say, like, you don't have to go that far. But um, but she's also, like, you can see it on her face. She's indifferent to the fates of these people that she kills, all in the beginning of the movie. And, um, and you know, and, it, and, and then you think the movie is like, okay, there are certain trajectories going on here. But no, it still zags away, you know. And then we bring in this father figure, not 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 her father, father figure into play, um, and that really takes us the rest of the movie. And it's like, what, like you're like even more bumfuddled and like trying to figure it out. And if, but I would say though, my question to you, Ralph, is that while you're trying to, you know, while you're trying to, when you're saying they're confused and trying to figure it out, was it a fun time trying to figure it out, or was it more of a detriment? Um, you know what, at, it, it was, sadly, it was more of a detriment, um, because, like, I, it wasn't about trying to figure it out, it was when I got lost, it was at that moment when I got lost, hmm. that I, um, I, maybe I missed something, and I missed something critical, I, I, I don't know, but once, a little bit after that, it took me about 10 minutes to get back in it, um, the movie, because I was like, I was mad at the movie that I lost something that I forgot that I missed out on something, um, and we'll get we'll get to that in spoilers because um, it's a spoiler. So, um, and once I see that part, I'm lost, and then I guess I get back in it towards the end because yeah. it's already towards the end of it anyway. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but I I think it's on me. It's not on the movie's fault. I hope it's on me. But we'll find out together. Yeah. Um, no, uh, I felt some of that too. Not all the time, but I did. Yeah, no, like, don't get me wrong, I felt lost in a couple times in the movie, too, but I always, I always, it was more like, oh, well, what's gonna happen next, kind of thing, you know? And it was, like, a fun, kind of, like, okay, well, let's see where I'm going. Let's see where this is going. Like, yeah. girl, well, you love you know, and it's not even the the frustration of that, like, that that soured me on some of those stuff. Sometimes it did, but not, it wasn't really that. Sometimes it's, like, in other movies, yeah. uh, I'm not saying other movies like this, because, let's face it, there are no movies like this. There are no um, movies like <laughs> um, In other movies, like figuring out sometimes it's not fun, you know, it's or like it's like obvious to or, or it's like too obvious or it's maybe too on the nose, which means the same thing, I guess. Um, or like they're a different type of like, oh man, it's about that. I wish it was about this. Um, and you're disappointed in that regard. Right. Um, this isn't those kind of disappointments. It's just like I just really don't understand, even when I do figure out like why it's happening, right? Like, I and that makes me think, makes me wonder or feel that this movie really is not meant for me. Um, or at least uh, parts of it, or, or 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 huge parts of it. Yeah. Um, and uh, and it, maybe this one is not like it's a bad movie. I don't think it's a bad movie actually. I think uh, hard to recommend, but like I don't think it's a bad movie at all. That all the all of the technical carefulness of her past movie is on this one too. There's great details in it. They're clearly trying to say something, trying mm-hmm. to say maybe a bunch of things. And I think that. Um, I think you know. I think to a lot of people, she will probably very succeed um, to everything she was trying to aim for. Um, it's just that I only understood some of that. But yeah, um, let's get into spoilers. I think we should get into it now. Um, that way, we can discuss uh, what you were talking about there. So, sure. uh, spoilers for Tatan starting right now. Well, no one told me about her the way she lied. But it's too late to say you're sorry How would I know? Why should I care? 
All right, so um, what do you want to do first? Um, actually, I want to talk about like her transition <laughs> real quick, and then we'll talk about the spoiler. Okay. Um, where, so I, where the transition, I think, where the movie's going to be, especially in the beginning when she does that kill in self-defense, um, which is like, I, I thought the movie was going to be like, oh, she killed this guy, and it's like, I thought the movie could go anywhere, to be brutally honest with you, right? She killed this guy. This guy is, uh, did it, uh, you know, like, maybe, she, maybe we were just showing what, what a woman would love to do in that scenario, being put in that scenario, you know, kind of thing, mm. of uh, of uh, kind of like giving her the power because she has almost no power because it's a stronger male, you know, over a female who's, you know, so, so in, in that situation that sucks when she does that. Um, but then you get the scene where she she f's the car, right? Am I correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, and then you're like. Yeah. Like cleaning herself. Well, up, right? then you're yeah, like but... watching it, and you're like, "Is she? No, that's the dash. Like, there's that's the that's the uh, it's the middle of the car, like where the gear shaft would be. You know where the yeah where the stick shift would be. And I'm like, because at first you're like, maybe she's in the back seat. Nope, it's the front seat. And you're like, nope, there's no guy. Nope. Oh, okay. Alrighty then. I guess we're no. We're yeah, it's literally the only phallic obvious choice in a car that I can think of. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Yeah, no, everyone, everyone's with us on that one. Okay. All right, cool, cool, cool. And yeah. then, uh, you know, I'm watching that, and then I was like, okay. And then you start seeing about people being murdered or whatever, and then you're like, oh, is this where this movie's going? Like, she's a murderer? Kind of thing, oh, yeah, right? there's a lot of, like, missing people, right? Yeah, there's a lot the of place. missing people. It starts off with a kid. The kid is a missing person. Yeah. And you're like, well, she's, like, killing kids, you know? Like, well, you think she's that right away, yes. right? Because you thought self-defense already, right? So maybe she's, like, but then you see, like, other males, and you're like, oh, man. Maybe she's killed a lot of people because she did kind of like dispose of that body pretty good. I'm like, oh well, she's like, let me just go put this in the back of my trunk or yeah. back seat of my car and just get rid of it in a bit. I'm gonna go wash up. Like what? And she wasn't phased at all from killing. No, she too. was not phased at all. And that's the you're like, okay. Like, she was disappointed that the guy drooled on her, which is like insane amount of drool, by the way, or whatever. Yeah, that was. Right, yeah. right. Like the foam or whatever. Right. The foaminess of the mouth, and then uh, you know, we get that scene, and then I guess where we see where she goes off into like a killing spree later of like no witnesses kind of thing mm-hmm. and I, that's where like the movie like i'm like okay so this is like all the beginning of the movie i'm super interested in the movie because i'm like where is this going um and then we get to the scene where she uses the kid as an excuse right and by the it, way yeah i mean when she's in the bathroom trying to like reconstruct her face um that's <laughs> that's like how, you know what? It's funny because like she obviously has something, and the movie should already explain it to you. She's obviously not a normal person. Normal isn't what we're used to. Anybody else is used to. Maybe she's missing part of. Her no, yeah, she does not belong part. in a civilized society. I would say one hundred percent right. She's maybe she's missing something part of her brain. I would even say she's kind of an asshole too. You know, she's oh not yeah, one hundred percent. Like she's like a empathetic character. All no, around. and I think she, I think she doesn't have her empathy. Like she like, has like nothing in that since her car accident or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like. 
I would say she doesn't have that. Like maybe she already had a very little of it, and now she really has none of it. You know? So I, yeah, I don't know if the movie's trying to tell me that, right? Like she lost. That, something. That's what I was thinking, right? That's where I'm gained something different, right? Or, or whatever. right, or gained something different, right? I don't. Know. That's where I'm. That's I mean, where the movie's going. called Titanium, I guess, from her plate. Because right. there's no other titanium in the movie. There's there no is, background. Right. There's no bots. There's no exactly, exactly. So then you're like really curious about like, yeah. well, okay, so why else is it you know called titanium if we're not using that as an excuse of what she's you know doing stuff? Yeah, and I, I think it's more of a of a of a of a guidepost. Like from this point, like things go askew. Sure, right? I sure. think maybe that's more of a. More and of a I'm with the movie. Um, mm-hmm. And then she she goes and tells the police that she's the kid. And sells it out to the dad. Mm-hmm. Great, great, great idea on her end, right? In my opinion, um, especially because I think the movie does a good job of like making her feel like she's about to get caught. She has no way out, you know. Yeah. Um, and then uh, what's it called? Uh, great use of a train station or a bus station. I think it was a train station, also, but a more believable because we're in um, Europe, not yeah. like in the states where no one takes the train. Anyways, um, and then uh, it's just true. And well, then, yeah, it makes uh, more sense to have trains and no in Europe. Yeah. yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, and then uh, we have uh, she's pregnant, sort of already showing, which I already we should have introduced that to begin with. And this is where I guess you know she's going through the lives of being with the dad, right? Or right, she doesn't talk; she acts like she's mute, right? Um, right. and things of that nature, and I don't know if it's her lust of wanting to kill, or is it self defense again? Um, of not wanting to get caught, right? Uh-huh. Um, with when that fire happens, but that's where the movie loses. You mean the fire where that dude dies? Yes. Yeah, and that. And I'm like, that's where the movie loses me for like 10, 10, 15 minutes. Like, because when he dies, I was like, I mean, okay. First of all, I didn't, I I almost didn't know he died. And then we're like in this thing. And I was like, why are we like moving along through like the pain of the, it was like a really weird transition for me. And I don't know. Did I miss something in that scene? Did I miss something leading up to that? Did she set him up? Like I'm, I'm, I would I'm very... say for me it did feel like a setup, but I don't know either. Um, I was because by that point I had been lost a few times before. Like I really, I think uh, the whole the whole mock relationship between the father and uh, and and the main and our protagonist, yeah. Um, it didn't ever sit right for me. Like I, it's not like um, it. And it's not, it's not like it grossed me out. I was like, I had the tension the whole time, of like at first anyway, uh, of of like um, him finding out that it's not, it's not his boy. It's a girl. That's someone else, or or the pregnancy will be found out, or that um, she'll get a contraction in the middle of the dinner table. I don't know what. Um, and then, but it wasn't that. It was. It wasn't just that. It was just so off-putting i guess and i didn't and the movie lost me many times in those in those scenes um i just didn't know what to think of it well i just um, feel like it did a sharp 90 
so by the time the fire happened, the fire felt like more normal. Um, especially since uh, my first thought was that she did kind of plan it out that way. Um, you know, she's actually making like a little a nest there, so to speak, a fucked up dysfunctional nest where mm-hmm. this guy's boy's been missing for, I don't know, 10 years, was it? I don't remember anymore. Um, and uh, and is so desperate for human connection, and I guess she is too, but she doesn't really feel it, that uh, they're like the, the, the worst and best traits of each other match well enough, you know, to live, co-live together or something. I don't know. Cohabitate the same space. And uh, I guess that, and that, if that, if that's part of what the movie's saying, then I got it. But I thought that I missed it. Um, yeah. But that's how it feels to me. And, um, but you know, uh, and that's still that's that's not even regarding all the other stuff that's in it, like the pregnancy, the other things. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I really, uh, I, I don't know the answer to your question. My point is, that I think it was pre-planned, but I don't know if that's for sure. Yeah. The fire. I yeah, the fire. I I just felt like because I did you. Do we see him die? Uh, like his charred corpse? And st- I don't know. I don't remember that. But I I remember him in it. Yeah, I think he's dead. I think we're supposed to get that he's dead. Right. So that's, that's I guess, where I lose it. Like, I, I feel like I lost. And I was sort of, I was very yeah, because was, he was about to out her. You know, I remember because she came. Well, she already told, he already told the, the, the guy, right? That he thought it was the boy, uh, some uh, some girl, right? Right, right, and he said he didn't give a fuck, right? Basically, yeah. Um, that whole scene with the mom coming home, I'm like, well, you know, I'm like, I mean, like, I don't know how far we can go with this believably, um, and I don't know how how serious I'm supposed to take everyone either. Like, I'm not mean like this movie's a joke. I just mean like. Uh, this and everyone in this movie could be delusional. I mean, there's supernatural things going on already. Maybe, you know, this is totally believable. I have no idea. Um, the father, I can see it because he's so distraught, he doesn't even know it. Like, <coughs> no, yeah, this, yeah. When the mother, yeah, the father just wants us an ounce of uh, humanity back. I think it is. Like, yeah, yeah. No, he. No. he, he uh, it's like a, a very weird combination of like, like. I don't know, environmental and toxic and, sure. and, and like all these problems going on and masculinity in there and, and, uh, yeah, combinationally, like very weird. Um, yeah, but as, uh, as, as to the fire, I mean, I had nothing to think, think about the fire really. I just, yeah. Yeah. I um, guess I was just like lost there. I don't know. I felt like I turned around for a second. Yeah. Like, and, did we kill him? Did but this movie really makes you feel like these physical pains that, you know, Dude, it was man, hard to watch. As a man, like I obviously don't, I will never experience. Yeah, but, but yet I still, I still had those moments. Like, oh my god, no! Yeah. Why would you press your pregnant body that, that hard? I know, just it was to so suck it hard in. To watch. It was really, yeah. And you know that goes along with the other. I mean, the broken nose scene when she's like setting up to look like this kid mm-hmm. um, is like Mary Poppins compared to that whole fucking. Well, that thing. scene is uh, is rough because of the angle of the camera put up. And oh yeah, uh, no, no, it's a very well fucking placed scene. Right, yeah, so and good, good that's a great scene. But watching her struggle, and then especially like this is where the like I, I, she bleeds, she bleeds oil. Yes, she does. Now, at first, I think she's bleeding just black blood mm-hmm. because my dumbass isn't thinking about the car at the point because I already had forgotten about her banging cars. 
and just thinking, oh, this is probably one of her random sexual endeavors that she probably got pregnant from, right? Yes, right. Um, which makes more sense because you can't have a baby with a car. Anyways, um, and then, but I think the second or third time, no, you know what? What solidified it for me, and it took me this long, was um, when she has like that big gash on her stomach, hmm. and it's literally like bleeding black. And, and it looks like oil. It doesn't even, like, you can't even hint, like, it's blood or anything, like, dark blood. No, it's, like, oil. You know? Yeah. And, I, and I was like, oh, so we're hinting that this thing is, the, the baby is the car here. So we're going to have a Transformer coming up soon. Like, right. <laughs> and I, I, I'm seriously, like, I was like, if this baby isn't a Transformer, uh, I mean, This is secretly Optimus Prime's uh, origin story. <laughs> Right, right, or uh, what's it called? Uh, Megatron, right? Megatron. Oh, yeah, because everyone's yeah, dark. Yeah, and I was like, I just don't know what's going on in this movie. It was like so weird. It was so messed up. Um, but seeing her suffer through that stuff, it's so... And I know the movie was shot probably while she's, you know, doesn't have a belly and, you know, to make it seem like she's skinny and stuff, but goddamn, those scars and everything else seeing on her, and especially mm-hmm. that one scene when she starts when she accidentally hits the gash and then she digs into it. Oh my God. I was, I literally said it to myself as I'm watching the movie myself. Cause actually Leo was in the room, but he was sleeping. Um, but I'm watching the movie. And I was like, thank God I'm not eating. I was yeah. like, yeah, it was like one of those scenes. I was like, Oh Jesus, this is really bad. Um, but yeah, but besides that, I mean, I, I get what you're saying about her nesting herself and stuff like that. I mean, it makes sense is what she's doing. But then she wants out because she's already being caught again. You know, she's being Fox is being put into a corner, right? Um, but I don't know. It's weird with that. What do we think about that? That's, does that like, the whole movie, like, I guess, make it for you overall at the end when the mom comes in? Because, you know, she we introduced now the mom or the ex-wife of the husband, right, of the, of the firefighter. Mm-hmm. Um, which seems like an ex-wife doesn't. I don't think we ever get that. It's not, and she obviously says like, "Oh, this isn't the guy." Okay, but if you want it to be the guy, I'll let it be the guy for you. You know, right? And uh, and then she's like, "Whatever effed up thing you're doing, you better take care of him or whatever." Like, mm-hmm. does that solidify the movie for you? Like, because I feel like without that, the movie is just like they're just too. And I guess obviously with the end scene of like. Her. Well, the end scene I, I really don't get yet. But, well, um, the, I mean, I remember like um, the, the last the last two scenes where it's uh, she helps him shoot up, and he helps her with the pregnancy, right? Where they're like there for each other in a weird, cemented, fucked up way. Um, yeah, no, I got I got it for sure, and right. But does that does that help you? Like, does the movie do do it for you for that for like selling it to you that they kind of like need each other after the oh. oh yeah yeah i would say so okay yeah um i would say yeah i would say that's probably the biggest give or take the biggest part of I the movie the biggest element um and i, I did think it i don't want to say nailed it because it's so weird because it's a weird movie but like it is um i think it did a really good job of showing that and uh, having an end point to that but um but there are so many things around it I don't get, and um, or that I'm not sure of. And besides the ending, you know, I, I kind of like part of her nature, and I, I don't know what I should take from this. Earlier on, we we're talking about 
the really hilarious scene, there's like kind of two hilarious scenes in this movie that I I felt uncomfortable even starting to laugh because that's so weird. That's how weird it was sometimes. Um, the first one was when she when she murders that girl and then the rest of the people in that house. Um, I mean, that was supposed to be funny, right? Like, because there's so many people, like... Well, especially when she says, like, how many of them are you guys? Right, like, and then she's, like, clearly fatigued. And then she... And then the, the big black guy comes in, like... I'm like, oh, she's like, oh, come on, man. And it's just really funny. And then she just gives up halfway through killing that other girl because she's just so tired. And, like, uh, forget it. You know, forget it. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna like cut and run. I'm just gonna cut and run. Um, it's not worth it. Like, forget the witnesses. Forget trying to establish a life here. You know, or continue the life. And then, go, I mean, and then she does a really fucked up thing of killing her parents that way. What the fuck was like? That was insane. Um, but that scene, you know, how that started. What is that? I don't, I don't know what I'm supposed to take from her violence and where it comes from. Um, what does it have to like? Why does starting anything sexual like she clearly wants her and the girl wants her back? Like why? Why does it go? Why does it uh, devolve or evolve into like her being violent or like I don't get it. I, I mean, it can't be just like a a, 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 a kinky aggressing thing. I think it's more than that. Um, no, I think it is too. I don't know. Like, does she lose herself? Like, she just like she's not at all. She can't hear anything else. Becomes this animal. Like, am I supposed to take that? Am I become something else? Uh, I don't, you know, because that's what starts out the whole thing. Because then she has to kill everyone, you know. Um, and she yet feels nothing. Is it so? I, I guess the girl doesn't mean anything. So, like, if it's just sexual, why like this and that? You know, I feel like the movie. I never got really. I don't want to say I need an explanation, but I feel like I got nothing. I don't know anything about those kind of things in the movie mm. with this girl. Um, um, and that leads to, to the other hilarious scene. Uh, the, the, the real other time we get to see her explore. I don't want to say her femininity, but her sexuality maybe, or something is when she's dancing in front of the firefighters. Um, and it's like a very, very uncomfortable scene. I literally had to pause it halfway through for which one? The one she's dancing in front of the firefighters. Uh-huh. She's supposed to be a boy, right? So, and she looks—I would say she looks like a boy convincingly. Um, and she's dancing, and it becomes a sensual thing when she's dancing. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, by, by the way, uh, French firefighters—they know how to party, and they don't mind just partying with themselves. Um, and and like I'm like, oh my god, this is so weird and cringy, and I don't know what the hell. You know, and I feel like this is maybe part of the feminine angle of the movie. Maybe other things too, and I just don't understand it. Um, but it was it was both equal parts like funny, but also very uncomfortable to watch. Um, but yeah, it was like previously funny and not, and then stopped, and then I paused it, and I like okay. Press um, and then the other, the other major thing is that I don't understand how why it ended the way it did, or how what we're supposed to take from this mech baby. I get the transfer of power. I, I get that in a sense. Like I get that she, he has a responsibility and he has someone, to, something to take care of. I get that at the end there. And he did help her, you know, it's better than her delivering this baby in an alley or something. I'm not even saying because the baby is important. I'm saying because it's good for her not to be alone when she dies like that, you know, even right. though, I mean, the movie did, I guess in the end, make me empathize for her, even though she's completely like 
a stone cold killer and kind of an asshole. Um, you know, like it's very strange emotions going on there and I don't know what to make of it, you know? So <laughs> I, I really don't know. Like I have a lot of thoughts, but I don't have a solid, I don't have an answer. You know, I don't know which one's right. And if any, or, you know, and I think part of the thing about the movie is that we're supposed to feel a lot of conflicting things maybe. And that could just be the point of it. I hope that's not the case, but may, um, I feel like there is something going on there specifically. I just don't get it. But uh, besides the, tr- the, the whole uh, you yeah. know, transfer of power, I don't know. I, I, don't just, really le- I, I just left it as this, like, um, I just left it as this, to be honest with you. I could, I, I think I was done trying to think of what else it could be, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just, I, I left it, I was like, well, it's, it is what it is. So. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, that's really all I have on it. I mean, there's a lot of little details, I guess, but man, I don't know what, what a movie, what a weird movie for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, do you have anything else? Uh, no, I don't think so. All right. So that is Titan currently on VOD and like, uh, rentable things like that, but it's not streaming anywhere as far as I know. But so, check it out if you're interested in such a weird movie. If you stuck this long and haven't seen it and are still interested, by all means, go nuts. Um, you know, I think I think this kind of movie, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm the, I will never do it for any movie, but maybe this kind of movie works best if you uh, know a little more before going in. Maybe you can get yourself prepared a little bit. Um, I don't know. It feels like this movie would have benefited me if I'd known more about it. But then again, I'm, I'd rather be always surprised with a movie nine times out of ten anyway. Like, I still wouldn't research it, probably. It's hard to say, like, oh, I would love to be spoiled for a movie like this, but how would you know the next time you're watching a movie like this, you know? (laughs) Anyway, um, that is it for our show. You have been listening to another movie podcast. Um, Don't forget that we are a bi-weekly show. That means we come out every other weekend. If you want to follow me personally on, like, uh, I do have a Twitter, but I don't use it, so. But I do use my letterbox, which is Armin Filmmaker. That's Filmmaker with A-R-M-E-N. Raph? Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter, Dor Rafael, um, underscore to Dor Rafael, and mm-hmm. on Twitch at Sutrava. Yeah. Um, so next time, you know, we're approaching, uh, well, first of all, we should definitely say Happy Thanksgiving. This is coming out the, the week of Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, I don't know. Things are kind of hectic. It might even come out, like, right after Thanksgiving. Um, I don't know what's going on yet. Anyway, but uh, yeah, this, we're approaching the end of the year, so we should be getting re- we're getting ready for countdowns and whatnot, catching up to movies. Are you planning on catching up to any movies that you missed out so far in the year? That I missed out, and uh, uh, yeah. I I may I intend to watch a little bit of football. I do have Friday off, so I might. Um, <laughs> nice. It's a lot of um, overtime for me this this time of year, so it's kind of hard for me to catch up with extra. For for everybody else in the world, world is like, you know, uh, days off, time with family, chill. Oh yeah, so, I don't get those either. Yeah. No, yeah. For me, yeah. it's like, did you say work? You want more work? We'll right. pay you more. Work, 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 work. Right, right. Um, and you then sleep when you're dead. Okay. Right. Um, but without further ado, Roth, you're picking the next movies. So what are they? Uh, the next two movies are going to be, uh, movies that have just been released. Uh, it's Ghostbusters, the 2021 version. I don't think there's anything else to that title, right? I don't think so either. 
Okay. Um, and then, uh, uh, is it Pixar's or is it Disney or is it Disney Pixar? It's Pixar's. Okay. Uh, D- Pixar's Encanto. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I was going to say it in Spanish too. Um, yeah, those are the movies that we're going to watch. Uh, there is a third movie in the coming. I will pick it. I just don't know what it is to be honest with you. I have to pick mm-hmm. something that I missed out on this year because yeah. there's a lot of stuff waiting for Oscar awards um, coming up end of November, end of December, and really for it would be for Oscar's choice and then my choice at the end of the year. So yeah, there's a lot yeah. of movies to watch in between there, just not right now. Right. All right, so guys, until then, um, check us out in two weeks. So until then, I'm Oscar. And I'm Ralph. See you later. Bye. 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 What the hell was that?